2: KBJ up and
1: let the weirdness begin, it's the KBJ Show, to start your morning, (laughs) Kevin is the host, and his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost, Virginia, (laughs) sounds like this, nickname Vicious B, so don't get her pissed, it's Jason, talks like a spaz, and he loves to talk about Bigfoot and snacks. so get ready, here we go, you're listening to 97.9 with the KBJ Show, alrighty, hello
0: and welcome to the KBJ Show, it is a day of love, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day bird. It is
1: in the air Kevin. Oh it is. Love is everywhere. Love is everywhere around us. Oh it's such a nice thing. Do you and your wife the Mexican queen have anything planned romantic whatsoever? Yeah we do. We are actually going on
0: a date tonight. And, Ow. Yeah, and I hardly ever do anything about it. In fact, it's a really cool date uh, other people could join us on. I'm going to tell people about it coming up here in a second. That's exciting. It's a hot event. It <laughs> is a very hot event, so that is going to be coming up in just a few. So it's a, a nice little day of uh, observation. I know some people, they say that the movement is growing on people who are revolting against the pressure to go out and buy overpriced flowers and all that kind of stuff. Look, I, I think if you're in love, a lot of times it's... Nice just to be awesome to the person that you're with and spend some time together. And it doesn't have to be going out and buying the manufacturer's cards and flowers and all that kind of nonsense.
1: The new thing I keep seeing people talk about, I don't know if it's cringy or if
0: it's fun or maybe it's both, Galentine's Day. I just saw a thing on that today. And... I didn't know much about it. Now, I think it was something that happened yesterday. And I really don't know what it's all about, but apparently it started on Parks and Recreation.
1: Are you supposed to is Valentine's Day you're single and you guys are having dinner together or can just be friends getting together before?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what it is. I just <laughs> I just saw that little blurb that uh, they were being credited with uh, coming up with Galentine's Day. It started on Parks and Recreation. It's another, I'm not a gal. I have no clue.
1: It's another way to get your money. It's another holiday.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think that there are a lot of people that, you know, for some people, if you are single, and look, I think anymore, being single is, is awesome. Is. I think I think it's fantastic. You You are single, and you are loving your life, and you're living your best life. And I don't think there should be anything about that. I think that's why some people are like, I just hate everybody's in love. And uh, no, I mean, you know, it's it, it, it's a thing. Look, it, it's good if you're in an awesome relationship, and it's awesome if you're not.
1: It, it is weird. Sometimes when you're single and you've been single for a while, people start to feel bad for you. Oh, yeah.
0: What's wrong?
1: Oh. Are, are, you, are you trying to find love?
0: Mm. I think that's an old thing now. It, it is because an old I think thing. a lot of people are starting to realize that, you know, some people just. Are saying, hey, that's relationships, kids, all that kind of stuff. That's that's not for me. And if it's not, then good for you. Live your live your own life, well, man. Some people
1: can be happy alone. It's kind of like when you go out to dinner alone. That's happened to me before, where I'm out eating dinner by myself. Yeah. And I I uh, I've had someone come up, hey, Jaybert, you're eating alone, huh? Is everything okay? It kind of <laughs> had an air of you're lonely, right. you're al- solitude. And I, was, I was enjoying myself. Let me break that up for
0: you. <laughs> yeah, uh, what it says here is that uh, Amy Poehler's character, <clears throat> Leslie Nope, coined the unofficial holiday on Parks and Recreation. They say that uh, the Valentine's Day spinoff has become associated with single women over the years, but it is meant to be a celebration of female empowerment and friendship, regardless of relationship status.
1: I'm a huge fan of Parks and Rec. I didn't know it
0: came from that. And uh, I do love Leslie Nope. D- did you see that show ever? I got on it and watched probably the first season. Something happened. It it just got broken up. I didn't necessarily uh, not like it. I didn't necessarily love it. I, I wonder if it might be too goofy for you. It was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was good, and I don't know why I, I got out of it. I, I It's one of those shows, that, Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's several where I realize it's sitting shameless. Those are all shows that I started and got a little bit of a run at and just never finished. I don't know why. And it's not because they were bad, just life. I get it, man. Who knows? It all happened. So find who or what you love today and celebrate it. It's a day that should be for everybody in the spirit of Valentine's Day. And there's going to be uh, lots of love songs out there. And here's one to start us all out with. Uh, People who are in our YouTube chat right now. Watching us right there. They they have a tough time with love. They do have a tough time with love. <laughs> they, they, this is probably going to be a rough day for them because anytime we do make-up or break-up, they're always... A breakup, never a makeup. They don't seem to enjoy love, the people who are in there.
1: They'll say breakup even before you read off the Right. I'll just say, it's
0: coming up next. Break up. It's next. Look, I just want chat room, who hurt you? Yes. So this is kind of a song for everybody that is in our KBJ TV chat room right now. Chat room, I know you're bitter with
1: love. Come over to my crib and let Jaybird give you a hug. Uh Let's get frisky if you know what I mean. And let Jaybird Bird be a sex machine Your chat room Don't think about your breakups or divorce Just think about riding me like a horse I don't want you thinking about how love's done you wrong Just think about me bending over in a thong This ain't about love, it's about love making They call me Earthquake Pennington, I'll have your body shaking My sweet chat room, I know you think love is stinky But don't think about that, let's get weird and kinky If it's pleasure that you seek, well let me show you some sensual techniques I'll even let you rub up on my cheeks Cause I'm gonna be your Valentine's Day freak Mm, Take me chat room Chat room, I know you're bitter with love. Come over to my crib and let J Bird give you a hug. Let's get frisky if you know what I mean. And let J Bird be a sex machine.
0: That's got a real nice uh, 90s R&B vibe to it.
1: <laughs> That's kind of where I'm stuck
0: at. Yeah, uh, it, it's good. It works for you. My KVJ show. What are you thinking
2: about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on
1: your mind? Are you thinking about? What you thinking about today, Jay Bird? I got an email from a KVJ nation that goes, Bird, I keep seeing ghosts. Nobody believes me, including my psychologist. I feel like you'll understand what I'm going through. What do you do when nobody believes what you're seeing? Oh, wow. I yeah. know I'm not crazy. I know what I saw. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Boy, oh, boy, my yeah. friend. Yes, I, there's a lot of people who think I'm crazy and that I don't see things. And- who thinks that? <laughs> <laughs> It is tough though. <laughs> I understand uh, if you're telling people in your circle, "Hey, I'm seeing, I'm seeing things," and no one believes yeah. you, and they're saying it's all in your head. Right now, a psychologist is different than a psychiatrist. One can prescribe drugs. Mm-hmm. One kind of sits. T- they both can sit down and talk to you mm-hmm. about your your stuff. Yeah, what's going on? But one, you know, one. So I, I always know what the case is going to be. They're going to say, well, you want to get tested to make sure there's no mental illness going on. You're not seeing mm-hmm. things. The email was longer. I edited it down. They they say they've been checked out for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They They mm-hmm. feel like they're really seeing something. Right. What are your thoughts? The Mexican queen, your wife, comes up to you and says, I'm seeing
0: stuff. Do you believe her right off the bat? Yeah, I, I think doing what they did, you follow the protocols. You, in fact, just listening to you guys and your your weird and whatever podcast that you guys do, you've talked about this where you start eliminating all the likely things and you just go down a checklist. You don't immediately jump to it's gross. you know. You just go with okay, could it be this? Could it be a, a mental thing? Could it be that? Could it be lights? And then you get down to the unexplained. You say, okay, well. I'm seeing it something's there and we checked off everything else that's how I would process it with my wife I said let's start with the best explanations and then just start crossing stuff off the list
1: I mean Kevin that's exactly what you want to do you could start your own ghost team okay, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> okay. you bring out weird and whatever we're yeah. coming back next Thursday nice. for the first time it's going yes. to be Thursday February 22nd at 6pm on our KVJ YouTube beautiful. channel so beautiful so we can talk about these things we go into all kind of stuff we talk we like to talk about spiritualism, ghosts, yeah. aliens, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Oh, We, believe it or not, have a lot of atheists
0: that listen. That they We like, we like to read their perspective on stuff. Absolutely. No, I think it's always a very fascinating perspective. There's a, an atheist that I follow who knows more about the Bible than anybody <laughs> I've ever seen in my life.
1: Kind of uh, loaded with facts for a debate kind
0: of a thing? Yes. I love it. It's it's, it's fascinating. It's uh, To me, I just love hearing everybody's perspectives, especially the people I don't—I'm one of the weird people. I <laughs> like <laughs> hearing people I don't agree with or necessarily see their position on mm-hmm. something.
1: We we, and we do. We talk a lot about mental health, which I think is important. Big. And I think we kind of do it from a different angle sometimes, but it's something I think we should talk about. And I like the way we talk about it because it really is, there's no limits. I mean, there's nothing no. weird that uh, people send me some weird stuff. So it's it's pretty hard pressed to weird me
0: out. And there's so many back episodes you guys have that's up on the KBJ Show YouTube channel. You can go wherever you get your podcast, uh, Spotify, look for weird and whatever, probably with KBJ in there, and it'll pop up.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people think it's just Bigfoot talk for an hour. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's
0: really, we barely talk about Bigfoot. Covers a lot, yeah. Covers a lot. Okay, that's that's, that's fascinating stuff. I keep following up with them. I like to hear where that uh, journey goes. Okay. Denny's, what
3: you got on your mind today? I'm moving a little slow this morning. The baby was just one of those oh, nights, non-stop. Oh, no. It, I got oh, no. ripped from REM multiple times last night. Oh, man. But basically, so Tonight's Valentine's Day, we got the baby, we can't really go out, so I'm going to cook food tonight for uh, dinner, and I was going to open it up. What meal should I cook tonight for the wife?
0: Oh, man. the, the The first thing I would just tell you, and people would be right in saying this, what is her favorite dish that you can make
3: well? So I could, I mean, probably salmon would be her... It's just a top one for her. Okay. I, I
1: think that is on a list I sent Kevin of foods that kind of get you in the mood. Oh. There's a, there's a list of that. Oh, there is, that. definitely. There is, and uh, that might be on the list, my man.
0: Salmon, Well, Yeah, there is uh, definitely a, a list of the you know, with, with one baby there, I'm not sure if you're looking to make another, but... Well, that's, well,
3: that's what I'm saying. I mean, we're going to have the baby. Get, a good point. Get her yeah. all worked up, and then baby time. Anybody who does <laughs> want to know
0: those things, if you are cooking for that reason, your oysters, your avocado, dark chocolate, all strawberries, right. works, chili peppers... Uh, pomegranate, and even asparagus, but you're going to gross each other out when you go to the bathroom. asparagus? Yeah, because it's high in vitamin B6 and folate, and it can boost your mood. And so increase what, hormone production.
1: What you should do is just put all that
3: in a blender and drink it. I was to say, <laughs> those are such specific items too. I was thinking more like a just a typical dinner. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like here's some chili powder and some hot, you know, dark chocolate. Yeah, that, that might probably be a better move. Probably appreciate that a little bit more. So salmon, you do salmon well, huh? Yeah, salmon's. I mean, it's super easy to cook. I mean, and I could get some asparagus for the side. I mean, our urine's gonna stink, but I yeah,
0: mean, but that might be your one little thing to throw in there
3: that's fun it's a fun thing to do so yeah maybe i could do salmon mashed potatoes and asparagus okay i would i kind of want to watch that denny's kitchen so yeah i I mean i can also make pizza that's a another easy one you get the dough you roll it flat put the cheese on there the mozzarella very nice maybe like a pasta okay
1: you just kind of, just kind of feeling it out right now.
3: Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, cause usually we would go out, you know, just go get a dinner somewhere. But I'm trying to do something fun around the house. Is yeah. is your
1: wife general repulsed or pumped if you made her a salmon pizza?
3: That I don't know. I've never even heard <laughs> that of that combination.
0: Disgusting to me. Doesn't sound very good. Yeah. No.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. No. I'll probably so. I guess the only conflict I have with the salmon, I'll make her salmon. I'm not necessarily a big gigantic salmon lover. Oh, okay. are you a big salmon?
0: I I do like it. I do enjoy it. I should eat it more because I realize the health benefits of it, but I, I don't get it a lot.
3: I never ever get it. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'd have to make something separate. I'd make a different thing. It's cooked myself.
0: very well, like a nice lemon pepper on top of it. It's It's
3: one of those things, if somebody gives it to me, it's good, but I never will ever order it on my own. Well,
0: I don't get it at home, and it's not something my food service has often. And when I go to a restaurant, I just feel like it's not a star. Oh, yeah. You know, when you look at everything you could order on the menu, three other things. I'm like, gosh, I really want to eat that. I'm at a restaurant. I'm not going salmon. Salmon is not a star. It's I'm not a star. You. I don't now, think it is. Now, no. You're, you're going to
1: get an email from somebody I, really defending look, salmon. it
0: is a star. I agree it. And you know what? The demon in me always takes over. The devil who's like... <laughs> Nah, I'd rather have chicken wings. Nah, I'd rather have something else. It always, the devil wins. But yeah, if the angel were talking, I'd get salmon more. It's
1: weird how the universe makes the grossest things the best for you.
0: And the the tastiest of things, it's the worst. You're right. It's It's twisted. twisted. That's where atheists would say, how does God love you?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they got a point.
0: (laughs) Strongest argument I've ever heard for atheism. (laughs) If God loved you, he wouldn't make salmon healthy. So what I got, I got a little date night action tonight. Uh, Boy, the Queen and I have got uh, a lot. I don't do a lot of social events because anybody who knows what my schedule is, I try to go to bed about six fifteen, and I uh, get up about two fifteen a.m. That that doesn't that lifestyle doesn't really, you know, lend itself to a Happy, crazy
1: happiness. <laughs>
0: Not a lot of joy in that lifestyle. <laughs> well, that's what you got to do to sleep and do what we do. So tonight, they're doing the Burgers, Bourbon, and Brew at the Delray Beach Tennis Center. They have got the Delray Open going on this week, and they've got a couple of little social events that are tied into it. Anybody who does anything in South Florida, when you tie a social element to it, the Honda Classic figured that out years ago, you make it social, and then all of a sudden, it's it's something to do. Mm-hmm. Socializing beats sports So badly in South Florida. It's not even close. Is this fancy pants stuff? Or is it... I would say it's uh, business casual... So I I wouldn't go in rugged jeans or whatever, but I'm going to wear something that's nice, kind of trendy, a little casual. You go around, and we went last year, and they had tables set up with all kinds of little light bites that you can try out, and cocktails all over the place. In fact, a lot of times they will do a matching. If this is burgers, bourbon, and brew, I would imagine they would have a burger thing with a bourbon that would kind of go together. And Man, that's a lot of fun when you find you just have a little bit of it, and you pair it together, and you're like, it's all good. It's really good. It's just a little bit, you know, sitting there, hammer it down and, and pound it down your cocktails. But you're having a little bit here and there. It's a nice little night. Are you the biggest star at this thing, or because you said tennis?
1: Are there gonna be anybody tennis wise there?
0: I don't. I didn't see any of the players who were in it because you know they're trying to play, and I'm sure they're being healthy. This is you know God, the social yeah. part of it. <laughs> it's just cocktails and food and gorging yourself and <laughs> all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, they've really picked it up. The Delray Beach Open is going on all week long. They've got a couple social Events not just tonight, where you can check into that and uh, join me. But they've got an expanded hospitality area with more VIP events. They got a woman's tennis challenge this year. More food and drink options. They've upgraded the facilities, so they're getting it. The Delray Beach Open is like, okay, let's get the party, and the people will show up, and we'll do a little tennis for them.
1: I wonder (laughs) if they were honest. If you got, you know, got them, you know, you know, a little, little hammered, and said, "Be honest, you guys hate." Pickleball. Does tennis does the oh, tennis community hate yeah. the pickleball community? Cause I feel like pickleball's coming for tennis. Uh,
0: no, it is. In fact, pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country with the number of players. It uh went from four point eight million players in twenty twenty one, now it's at eight point nine
3: million. Wow, you guys should be a year. pickleball team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I just my dad's big in the tennis community. Yeah. And I just I'm healed. wondering
3: if there is a little probably. Probably
1: beef. Well, because there's tennis courts that are being replaced with pickleball courts. Yeah. There's a war out there, boys. There
0: is, yeah. It's a big battle, I know. And Palm Beach Gardens is just one of the towns that's fighting through it. The tennis players, they're showing up to play their doubles match, and all of a sudden their court has shrunk into a pickleball court, and it's forcing people's hands in it. So, yeah, I'd like to see that fight, though. <laughs> I think the tennis players are typically younger. Okay. Yeah, the pickleball the older people like because they don't have to run as far. All
1: right, pickleball. <laughs> I, I tried playing pickleball one time. I, maybe we got to get back into pickleball. Maybe Denny's is right. Maybe a little, little KVJ.
0: I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah, not uh, not hating it. We all we all got the time for that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. We'll squeeze <laughs> <Right>. that in. <laughs> all
3: right,
0: coming up here in a couple of minutes today is Valentine's Day. I'm going to hit you up with a little factor fiction. What do you think about Saint Valentine? Did Saint Valentine exist? Do you know anything about Saint Valentine? Okay, I nobody. Got, I, got, I mean, nothing. I can yeah. see I need Zero. to drop some education on you guys. That's going to happen coming up. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip
1: about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner. L.L.C.
0: We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Well, today is the six-year anniversary of the shooting that happened in Marjorie stoneman douglas high school in parkland that resulted in the loss of 17 students and faculty it is something that every year we are going to make note of and they are talking now about memorials that they're going to be building in honor of those 17 that lost their life and so many people have gone on from friends and family who have made it a cause and a life's mission to Try to make sure that never, ever happens again. Today, Broward County schools are going to be observing a day of service and love, doing something positive with it, a lot of community events. And if you were wondering, too, that old freshman building where a lot of the deaths occurred is still standing. They are going to be tearing that down this summer. It's been used as basically a piece of evidence. But, you know, you've had a whole high school class that has seen that empty building that is just sitting there and rotting with... You know, so many terrible memories yeah, right there. It's gotta on the be school rough, grounds. rough. to look at. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, to to get rid of that, put a memorial up, and you know, just try to get to the point of 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 some healing. So again, for all the family members out there who were impacted by that, our hearts go out to you. I know this has got to be a tough day every single year, but it does bring up the continual discussion about our safety and our schools and guns and so many other things happening and in palm beach county just a bit north of broward we were talking about this yesterday about the move to put metal detectors in all 24 palm beach county high schools the move is underway four more high schools testing this week it goes full effect on tuesday And so we're just talking about the effectiveness of it. If you're a parent like I am, and my son is one of those four schools that is getting the metal detectors this week, and then on Tuesday it will be in there full time. Should I feel better as a parent? How effective is this? Well, Carol's one of the people that did send us a comment and an email yesterday. She said, my son goes to Seminole Ridge High School, one of the first four schools in Palm Beach County to have gotten the metal detectors. Seminole Ridge is out in Loxahachie, and a lot of the boys there wear their big old cowboy belt buckles. You ever seen them, Jay Bird? Oh, yeah. You could eat your dinner off of them. Oh, I've seen them. I want one. Well, when they have to go through the metal detectors, it usually goes off. But now the boys have figured out a way to go through the metal detector so it doesn't go off. And as a parent, I guess my thought is if they figure out a way for the metal detector to not go off with the belt buckle, then I'm sure that somebody could figure out a way to get a gun through a metal detector if they wanted to badly enough. I wonder what they do. I mean, believe it
1: or not, then explaining how they do that yeah. could help them understand how people are getting past the system. It
0: really would. It <laughs> might be something where, yeah, you you want to test every possible angle to say, because that's, that's one of the problems you have. That's the one thing we notice in life, whether it be hackers, crooks, whatever it might be. When they have that will, you're, it's a continual battle to make sure that you're— plugging up all the leaks that often happen in your defenses. I
1: wouldn't even get the kids in trouble. I I would just figure out how they're doing it so you could see how, you know, how a rat could get through in the kitchen,
0: Mm -hmm. so to speak. Carol's comment was our son says that the metal detector is a joke, a false sense of security. So as a parent and anybody involved with this and the safety of your kid, it's likely that we need to keep pushing other measures not just say, hey, we got metal detectors. It's all good because yesterday people were letting us know, yeah, North Miami Beach High School had metal detectors in nineteen ninety three. They haven't really had any issues. But, you know, it's it's not like it's a whole brand new revolutionary concept that hasn't ever happened here in South Florida. So
1: is it just a political move to
0: make people shut up? Or is it are are people really trying
1: to make a difference
0: here? I think it's one step. And that was really my question. How big of a step is it? And after the conversation we had yesterday and today, I feel like it's a step. And I don't know if it's because you envision the finish line. How close of a step is this to that finish line? And I, I think we probably need another step or two. That's what I now see in my mind that, okay, that's good. Step one is metal detectors. What's step two? What's step three? I hear you revving up political, Kev. Well, I, I, I just, hear hey, you hey, up. I, I gotta look, if you got a kid in schools, man. Their safety is, is it. And, you know, our good friend Joe Ponton, his son goes to uh, Dwyer High School where. Two times in the last month they've had a, a gun pop up now thankfully nothing happened with that but man you got the a gun in the hands of a kid you just never know what's going to happen
1: so when something like that happens in a high school like you're talking about a joe mm-hmm. ponton talks about uh, william t dwyer yeah. is that something all the parents are notified on or is that just the just what you hear from the the kids when you get back from school
0: i would imagine that it's something that you get now with my son's high school we get frequent emails that will let us know what is going on and mentions and all that. I, now, I don't know that they've had a gun there, so I don't know if that would be something they would include. I would imagine they would. And they, schools usually try to communicate very well with parents to let them know. It, it Really, as a parent, I have a right to know. Mm-hmm. If there is some event that happened at that school, somebody better be notifying me about it. Schools are real. They're on top of that kind of stuff. So if, because if parents would I, the uprising would be insane.
1: If Cannon misses a day of school, do they still call the yes. school and let you know? I get, when
0: he gets a tardy, I get texts and I get a voice recorded message from the school. I, I know when he's done something that... They had to make note of because i will get four to five messages over the course of a day because <laughs>
1: back when we were kids if you're very were, thorough if you're trying to skip school they would call your house but you would, you would wait for the phone call yeah there was a system back yeah up, and you, you'd now, beat the now. system
0: i get i get a text and a voicemail message there is no getting around it it will tell me the exact time when he missed what was going on it's detailed So skipping's a hard way harder today oh yeah i mean look schools have done a lot compared to where we were when we were in high school what they have now to who try to stay on top of kids to make sure they're doing what they need to be doing at the right times and not posing a threat to other students. I mean, my hat's off to all the school districts because they are doing a lot of stuff. As a parent, that's just what I wanted to know. How close are we to the finish line? So a little ways to go, but it's getting there. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, going to be doing uh, some Mad Mama drama for you. Got an email that uh, came in here and maybe you can uh, help to solve this jaybird you actually might be really good with this this is a mom question but i could see you crushing it huh how do you create a sleepover that's not lame
2: oh Uh. (laughs) it's kvj
0: bird i think we need your help on this one you actually might be the best person to dial this one up it's about doing The best sleepover possible Got an email from this mom She said when I was an 8 year old girl I had my first sleepover And about an hour in One girl gets bored and she announces This is boring, I want to go home and then, of course, the other girls following, like, yeah, we're, we're not having a good time. This is boring. So they all called their moms at like 8 o'clock at night, and they all got picked up. I was devastated.
1: Well, man, I just got so many questions. I want to ask the 8-year-old self of you is what, did you, what kind of snacks did you have? What kind of games did you have planned? Did you have good movies ready to not go? A-
0: Nada. Yeah, Sometimes she's gonna put it on the TV and they're gonna watch TV together and have a good time.
1: No, no, that, that's not the way we do this. First of all, first and foremost, you got to have the right snacks, mm. the right food. Most
0: important. So, do you take orders, or should you know what that food already is for eight-year-old girls? Because that's what she says. She said my daughter is now eight, the exact same age, and coming up this weekend is when they're going to be doing the sleeping, the sleepover. And she said, "What we've got is we're planning on throwing some blankets down." We're gonna have some pizza and popcorn and we're gonna stream some movies. Does that pass the test? Look, here's what I would do. I, I would get I'd get these kids
1: all fired up thinking about, you know, get them excited. Ask them, hey, what kind of snacks do you love? Get them thinking about create this excitement okay. Oh, okay they're asking me about snacks on a wednesday already well they're taking this party seriously mm-hmm. uh get get individual snack orders i love the pizza
0: idea pizza yeah, yeah, that's a good staple that's a base is there a, a movie they collectively like but my whole thing is i'm all about games and trying to do stuff like that i think you might be onto something and the thing i was wondering how do you feel about buildable snacks Have you ever seen where you'll put this together and you'll kind of string this up and you make that and there's a lot of little things you can do. You can put icing on it where you kind of make your own little dessert and then you have that as a snack? I think you know how I feel about those. You're okay with buildable snacks? I
1: love buildable snacks. Yeah, Yeah. It's a game within food and I love it.
0: Okay, yeah, that's that's what I think might be a, a good play. You can have your pizza and then a little bit later on... Go to a little buildable snack thing. I think being interactive and having some action and things planned out, uh, the one mistake, it just seems like if you just throw blankets down and you're just going to turn on a TV and be like, cool, have fun, girls, that 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 may be where you go south. Well,
1: I just think about when I was a little kid, if I was allowed to go over to someone's house, what what made it lame? And I the same thing. You go there, first of all, ain't nothing to drink. There's no ice. There's no snacks. Okay. That's... That's kind of how like you were living in down when you lived in Miami. (laughs) It was a lot of snacks. It was kind of depressing. What
0: is the ideal snack and drink for an eight-year-old girl? That
1: that I can't speak upon. Right, it's, it, it's I, it, I 2024. We, I think
0: we need that answer. You shouldn't answer that. We a, shouldn't answer that. A
1: grown man speaking for an eight-year-old <laughs> girl.
0: I know. I know the eight-year-old girls I hang out with. Here's what they love. In
1: 2024, this sounds like a <laughs> trap. <laughs> I think getting kids ginned up, and getting them excited to look forward to it. I don't know if you know. If you had it as a kid, we'd mm-hmm. have a pizza party. We'd look forward to every Friday. As a little kid, you yes. know, on Monday, always love If that. you were a good kid. Kid, you're getting
0: a pizza party on Friday. It was something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Now, here's uh, the, the one concept somebody's throwing out here. Eight year old girls, they love when you take them to, what is it? It, it, it? Something frog. I know it's like one of those ice cream places where you have all the different types and you build your own Sunday and you've got a smorgasbord of like 10 different toppings and things you can put on it.
1: Oh yeah, that's going to be about $350.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, thanks. So. slumber party oh, full of boy. ice cream treats. But, you know, if you're going to do it and you clearly still have childhood trauma from when you had a flop of a sleepover when you were 8 and you want to hit a home run for your daughter, I think that's probably a good move.
1: Look, sometimes sleepovers can get weird and get odd if if, if you if there's somebody in the mix you weren't expecting, a brother or a sister that's hanging around the whole time, that could throw Mm. off the whole mood,
0: too. True, yeah, especially if they come in to torment the girls and they're just having a terrible time because of it. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, One recommendation when you talk about movies, I recommend movies they can sing along to. Yes. Okay, interesting. And this thought is coming through a lot. The only thing that makes a slumber party lame is mom getting over-involved. Uh, but, that's an I th- interesting warning
1: it is completely
0: true huh. you don't want to get overly involved they want to hang out with each other yeah so I, I so maybe you need to put these things out being like, hey girls if you want you can build your own sunday and you're not right there with them making sure they don't make a mess and- well, i'm thinking you know
1: when i was eight or nine if my friend spent the night over if my mom was interrupting what we were doing i'd be
0: kind of annoyed like mom we're talking about yeah. our clubhouse recommendation came in for a dance party slash karaoke if everyone's feeling it not not everyone's gonna
1: feel that i i like that i think that would be awesome
0: Mm, keep in mind
1: not everyone's built the same not everyone has look at me
0: yeah there are some recommendations for crafts to do some crafts for eight-year-old girls for a sleepover Kind of okay. like painting
1: and wine minus the wine.
0: <laughs> it's like sip and paint minus the sip. We're just sipping on juice boxes, maybe. Yes. Nail polish, give them manicures and pedicures. Here's my thing had a list of events. Okay. Run it by your daughter first. See what she likes. Hopefully she's got some insight as to what her friends might like, but maybe have five to ten things on there that they could do. I
1: mean, building forts, to me, I feel like that's boy or girl, right? Doesn't every kid like building a fort still? it's a great question. Do kids like to color? I feel like they only like to look at screens. I don't have a kid, so I I wonder these things.
0: Is coloring a thing? It feels like my son, who is now 15, so it's been a while for me even it feels like his coloring phase was fast and that was typically when we were out at restaurants
1: and back in the day
0: when we were young i feel like coloring was around for a minute like you were you were you were, you were still
1: 12 years old big, coloring. Thing.
0: big thing yeah oh yeah huh. you would just you just bring out those coloring books and just go to town for a half an afternoon.
1: So much to learn.
0: I know. All right, some uh, great suggestions. Anything else you got, you can text it into us 877-979-WRMF how to make the perfect sleepover. All right, we got some Valentine's Day fact or fiction coming up here in a couple of minutes. Real or fake, Saint Valentine. Is that who the holiday is named after? You'll find out next. KVJ.
1: It's time to gain some knowledge You learn more here than you would in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the leaders in education. Is it truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host. He's got V.I.s.
0: Fact or fiction. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, got some Valentine's Day. Fact or fiction here to learn a little bit about the holiday. We've got Virginia out today. I know how much she loves a day of love. <laughs> I'm sure she's very sad that she is driving back from New Orleans and not with us. So Denny's is playing for her. Does that mean he has to talk in her voice? Oh, boy. Could you imagine, huh? What are you talking about, Kev? That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> it's not bad. Okay, Denny's and uh, Bird here are going to be uh, competing for a little Valentine's Day Factor Fiction. Oh, what about this one? This is for you, Denny's. Factor Fiction, there was no actual person named St. Valentine. Is that got to be a fact, or is that fiction? It's got to be fiction, right? Because
3: what else would it be named after?
0: You're right. It doesn't make any kind of sense. That's fact. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could tell you he got hey, it wrong. He, got he got so dropped so down into
1: the key as yeah. smug. You yeah. could hear it in his voice. So much joy when you
0: guys... <laughs> you always know when you get it wrong. You do. Yeah, the Valentine part actually comes from the Latin word meaning worthy, strong, and powerful. And there are actually three different saints who were described as Valentine. Huh. huh just like there's 300 radio DJs named Valentine.
1: There is a lot. Why is that? You know,
0: I don't know. It became Why became a popular that? name in the 90s and 2000s and everybody's like, "I'm going to be Valentine too." I'm like, "Well, you know you guys don't really stand apart in the industry." <laughs> You're right. There a lot of Valentines. A lot of Valentines. All right, what about this bird? Fact or fiction? The idea of celebrating romantic love on Valentine's Day all came about because a 14th century poet made up a pretend holiday and then convinced his readers it was real. That trick fact or fiction? Trick or Fake news even back then? Fake news <laughs> even then. We bought into it and that's how Valentine's Day was created. I'm going to go, that is fact. What? That is a fact. Wow. That is a fact. Kind of like we were just talking about Galentine's Day was yesterday. That came from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Who knows, one day in 50 or
3: 100 years Galentine's Day might be huge.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. I love Parks and Rec, and I didn't even realize that's where it came from. It's yeah. one of
3: the opening scenes. She, it's when her mom goes back to find her old love.
0: Yeah, I remember it. I just didn't know it, it, it originated. Kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. Uh, the guy who came up with it, it was named Chaucer, and he wrote the Canterbury Tales. You ever remember studying that in school? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's actually where Valentine's Day came from. I remember them talking about it in school. I
2: would
1: say <laughs> study, study the different. Category.
0: I remember ignoring it. <laughs> Denny's, what do you think about this Valentine's Day fact or fiction? More people get flowers than candy for Valentine's Day.
3: Is that fact or fiction?
0: I feel like that is fact. You're going to go fact on that. This is not your game. Oh,
3: my gosh. Candy?
0: Yeah, 38% get candy. 32% get flowers. I've
1: heard women say before. That they would rather have candy than flowers on, on, on the majority. Really? At least in my family, but we we just overall love food and suits. Snacks. Why don't you
0: put up a poll on that? I think we need this, ladies. What would you prefer, or just anyone? What would you prefer on Valentine's Day? To get uh, candy or flowers?
3: I just feel like flowers are kind of old time. Well, you don't get much out of them.
0: Yeah, you got to take care of them. They're, they're chocolate. You're all about candy. I oh, this girl <laughs> is all about candy. <laughs> Okay, so what do you think about this, Jay Bird? Fact or fiction, the most popular gift for Valentine's Day is flowers. Hmm. Oddly enough,
1: I think that's fact.
0: Okay, oddly enough. Yeah, you would think so. It's not. I'm throwing another audible
3: at you. It's card. Uh, I didn't even count cards. Rawson's tricking us. I didn't even count the card as an option. He's
1: got, he's got us all twisted over here, yeah. Uh
3: You, you, yeah. You kind of think the card just has to go with it, right? Just, that's yeah. it's that's part the of the obligation.
0: Them. As you get just a card, <laughs>
3: think, just a card. But well,
0: what if you get candy or flowers without a card? Is that lame?
3: No, I think you could do that. I think if you're there to give it to him, you could give him flowers, and then you could get rid of the card. You don't even need. So the card. there
0: are people. If card is number one. There are people just getting cards.
1: In my opinion, if I was a woman on this Day of Love, the order would go: food or snacks, okay. then yeah.
0: flowers, yeah. then card. Okay, sounds like you have your priorities. Unless in order. the card had a food
1: Lo- gift, gift a like coupon or, or something. but mm-hmm. <laughs> Now it's just kind of giving money. You'd be offended, it. right? Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: Fact or fiction? On this, back to you, Denny's. Ninety percent of cut flowers in the United States come through Miami International Airport. Ninety percent.
3: Ninety percent. If you go high. to
0: Idaho and buy cut flowers, there's a nine out of ten chance that it came through Miami International. No way. No way. Going fiction. You're wrong again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, for oh man, I thought I knew love. I guess I was wrong.
0: That is a fact. Four hundred and sixty million cut flowers come from Ecuador and Colombia, and they go through Miami International Airport before wow. finding their way to other homes in America.
3: That's, I never knew. Yeah, wow! I'm learning so much. Fact or fiction? Bird.
0: Fifty-three percent of women in the U.S. send themselves flowers on Valentine's Day. Fifty-three percent. That seems way too high. Way too high.
1: Half the country sending More themselves. More than half. A
0: majority. Fifty-three percent. That's
1: an insane sending stat. Themselves- there's no way. Betting my face on it. Face fiction. is intact.
0: Okay. It's 15%. You're right. Oh, 53%. way too high. 15 still kind of high. You think so? Well, what is that? one? Eh, never mind. Yeah. What's <laughs> <on>? math? <laughs> what oh, back said. out. Back out. <laughs> okay, final one for you, Denny's. Oh, I have to get one right. Valentine's Day fact or fiction. Valentine's Day is symbolized by the familiar heart shape, which... Was actually modeled after a woman's behind. Is that fact Ooh. or fiction? Look at that. Think about what the box looks like. It does. Turn it, it d- upside down.
3: It looks just like that. If there's the term heart shape. Yep. Oh yeah. It's got to be fact then. Kind of set a little.
0: Yeah, I know, yeah I mean, hey, hey, up over there, <laughs> didn't <it>? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go yeah, on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I say that's that's true. Impressive there's... that you missed everyone. Oh, oh, what? It's, what? It's impressive that in a 50-50 game, he has got <laughs> awful oh, wrong. Man. My boy
1: didn't sleep last I, night. I, I He's just struggling.
0: He's got an excuse. I got woke up a lot. <laughs> okay, Bird, final one for you. Oh, wow. More at-home pregnancy tests are sold in the month after Valentine's Day than any other month of the year. Fiction. Nope. Nope. You are.
1: <laughs> That's a fact. Hmm. Really? Yeah. And I think also
0: after hurricanes. Just a little FYI. Be careful. You're throwing in your own stats <laughs> that you don't know is accurate <laughs> at all. definitely wrong. <laughs> yeah. You guys got two out of eight. Okay. All right. That's not bad. <laughs> right, not bad. Yeah, not good. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of
1: the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia. Take it away. Because you know
2: we need that dirt of the day.
0: Katy Perry making a huge life announcement i'll give you the details on that coming up here in a couple of minutes is uh stand in for virginia here today bird and i will handle today's dirt with her out she'll be back with us tomorrow though so
1: do you get a great job this week
0: you well did. you know what we've been light on real housewife stories you know no kardashians so I, I know i'm dropping the ball for many oh we haven't had that all right but it'll all be back for you tomorrow <laughs> you'll so. get a lot of it yeah, tomorrow we will get a lot of it tomorrow don't worry she'll make up for it Well, one of the things going on in Kansas City, people are trying to figure out, okay, is Taylor Swift going to be at today's big victory parade? And let me tell you, I've been a part of many an awesome parade in Kansas City. They do it well. The city turns out it is... My favorite days in the two years I lived in Kansas City were parade days. Their St. Paddy's Day parade is fantastic. Didn't really have any other parades, but man, I can only imagine they do a Super Bowl parade very well. And
1: that's coming from a guy who really doesn't necessarily love
0: parades. You're right. You're right. I'm not typically that, but there's so many great uh, streets with bars and restaurants, and the people just line up. They get out of work all day long. They drink their faces off, and they just watch people go by. And There's really nothing impressive about the parade, but you're just happy to be (laughs) off work and— have an excuse to drink.
1: Sometimes parades can be uncomfortable, too. If you get stuck in an area, and you're kind of, you're kind of staying there, and you're not really yeah, moving, you're, right. hey, and you're, you're overwaving at you the same <laughs> time. Right, yeah.
0: hey, that's the worst thing, being in a parade, and it stops, and yes. you just stand there, and you're, you're kind of throwing out everything you have, and there's nothing left. There's no way Taylor Swift is not in that parade. I don't think she's going to be in it. What? Kind of breaking it down for you. don't think she's going to be there today. Here's why. Now, she hasn't commented one way or the other. She's got to be in Melbourne, Australia on Friday at 6 p.m. Now, I know we're talking about it being Wednesday, but Melbourne, Australia is 17 hours ahead of Kansas City. That's one. So these time changes have got to be brutal. Keep in mind, she did just come from Tokyo before that.
1: So Australia, it's ahead of everything.
0: Yeah, okay. 17 hours ahead. Yeah, they start their day. They're way ahead so of right us. So right
1: now, they're, they're, their day's about to end they're right done. Now.
0: Yeah, They're done, yeah. They're in bed. That's, it's blowing my mind, blowing your mind. So that right alone is a big problem. And the flight takes seventeen hours. Oh, how are you? How are you still a person after that I have time no idea. change? Right. And then that flight. She did the Tokyo to Vegas, and then uh, yeah. If I were her, I'd beeline to Australia and try to get just sleep until Friday at six p.m. I
1: went to Oregon in December, and I'm just kind of feeling normal yeah. now.
0: Yeah, I, it's it's got to be brutal. Uh, the one thing that did happen with the Super Bowl, of course, the NFL just released this. It was a little bit of on the field banter between taylor swift and travis kelsey here's what they were saying as they were smooching and hugging on each other right after he won the big game thank you for oh, coming I baby believe
2: that. Thank i you. can't believe you I thank,
0: can't you,
1: believe you. You, thank you for the support thank you for
2: coming <laughs> thank you for making it across way, across the world you're the best baby oh my
0: god the
2: absolute best was it electric
0: it was unbelievable uh-huh <laughs> It was
1: unbelievable. She loved it. She had a great oh, time. whoever got that audio was so excited. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, the big thing about being with Taylor Swift is you've got to deal with her army of fans. And her maybe future brother-in-law was commenting about that. Jason Kelsey was saying that apparently Travis has already had to move out of his new house because Swifties got through his gated community and were knocking on his window they're relentless they really are
1: (laughs) and you can't feed them after midnight and
0: (laughs) it's pretty crazy isn't it yes i mean just the fact that he just got there in a brand new house and the swifties have already ruined it here's jason kelsey talking to shaquille o'neal and travis knows way more than i
1: mean he had to move he had to completely move out of his house right what what people were like coming by people just staying by his house yeah i mean safety reasons Wow. In, in the first day he moved into the new house they knew where he was already. A dated community. Somebody knocks on the back door, a window of the house.
0: How about that, huh? They they can get through any security measure whatsoever. Oh
1: no, they're they they're are organized, they're relentless, and they will they will they'll 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 go to the death.
0: If she were president, they would get in the White House. Oh <laughs> <Stormcat>. <laughs> could you imagine? I mean the Secret Service, they haven't oh, seen my. a Swifty oh. army coming after him. And uh, you see Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Tom Brady their Duncan commercial and those gaudy track suits that they wore. Pretty smart move. Duncan actually pulled them up for sale. Sixty bucks for the pants, sixty bucks for the jacket, one twenty total for the outfit. Sold out in nineteen minutes.
1: I'd rock that thing. I, mean, I know I'm you a would.
0: Person for Duncan. I know you would. I didn't even know they were on sale until I saw they were sold out. That's a smart move on Duncan's part. Yeah, it is a pretty smart move. Well, the big announcement, Katy Perry made. She did it on the Jimmy Kimmel Show. What is going on with her and American Idol? I think this probably will be my last season for Idol. I mean, I love
1: Idol so much. I know. It's connected me with, like, the heart of America, but
2: I feel like I need to go out and feel that that pulse <laughs> to my control. own beat. You know what I'm saying?
0: Wow. What did uh, Luke and Lionel say about this?
2: Well, they'll find out tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. So okay. you close with the most underwhelming clip.
0: If anybody still watches and cares
1: I mean, you kind of happy
0: for a second Like, who Eh, gives a crap mm -hmm. Does anyone watch Idol? Is Idol still... Why would they put it on? Somebody must It must do well enough It's not what Idol was But apparently it's good enough to still remain on TV Love Lionel Richie, though Love Lionel Richie Especially after seeing that We Are the World documentary That's on Netflix right now What network is American Idol currently on? Fox I don't think that's right I think it's on ABC ABC. I think it moved. Did it? But I'm not even positive. Are we just making up stuff? I think I'm right, but I could be wrong. Okay. I'm only 40% confident in that. <laughs> I'm ten- That's how plugged out of American Idol I am. Season 22 is going to be her last 22. Crazy. Big news Justin Timberlake fans here in South Florida. He has added another date. He's going to be playing at the Amaret Bank Arena in Sunrise on November 8th. Those tickets go on sale tomorrow if you want to get those. And big news, if you're a fan of the TV show Suits, I'm currently watching that on Netflix. It is solid. And there's like seven or eight seasons in it, and it was very good. I'm hoping the spinoff is going to be just as good. They're doing kind of like what they do with a NCIS or one of those. They're doing Suits Los Angeles, and I like where they're going with. If you've ever seen the TV show on the CW called Arrow, Stephen Amell, who yes, played the Arrow, he's going to be the lead guy in this new Suits, and he's got the look. I could see putting a $1,000 suit on this guy and it being pretty good. And some... I guess troublesome news if you're a fan of the Golden Girls. Have we got any of those fans around here? I mean, I, you definitely got one for me. Yeah, I'm a fan. Well, apparently, there is a book that's out now that uh, says B. Arthur thought that Betty White was two faced.
1: Oh, yeah, I knew that for a while. Oh, B. Really? Arthur did not like Betty White. What? Yes. In fact, the Dang. Golden Girls, it's like anything, man. You, you yeah. find out that they all hated each other.
0: What the heck, man? It kind of takes a little shine off them Golden Girls oh, for oh, yeah. me. That's tough. I got uh, some celebrities having a birthday today. What up to Rob Thomas, lead singer of Matchbox 20. He turned 52 today. He's
1: a nice guy in person.
0: He's a solid dude. Very nice guy. Yeah, we interviewed him within the last year when he had his new album come out. He's a really good dude. Also, uh, happy birthday to Jim Kelly, former Canes and Bills quarterback. He's turning 64 years old today. Also, happy 17th birthday to Jonathan Wickman from Mom, Dad, Kimmy, and Sean. He's on his way to Seminole Ridge yippee Kaye, Listen to the car. They got those metal detectors there. I wonder if he's got his belt buckle on. I
1: was going to say, that's the second uh, shout-out for Seminole Ridge today. Seminole Ridge
0: getting a lot of shine today. Yeah. They got the best high school football uniforms in South Florida. Bold statement, Ralston. The best. Hands down. Happy 17th birthday and Valentine's Day to my daughter, Shayna. Shine bright like the star you are. May all your dreams come true. Can't wait to celebrate this weekend with you. Mommy, Nana, Pop, Pop aunt wendy and mr toes (laughs) hope that's a cat not a man happy berry first birthday felicity going to the zoo for the first time today mommy and daddy love you and she is adorable look at that photo photo on kbj tv
1: adorable and i gotta imagine the first time seeing all those animals it's got to
0: be next level You'd be what is going on here?" i wish i
1: could go back
0: and get that feeling what was your thoughts going through your head as you saw for the very first time Well, she's going to be doing that send us some photos we'll see what that looked like coming up here in a couple of minutes is there ever anything that you really should have discovered earlier in your life and it took you way too long to figure it out. I've got many things. What would you add to this list? We're going to compile next. 877- 979-WRMF at the KVJ Show. The KVJ Show. You ever had this moment happen to you where you discover something and you feel so stupid because you're like how have I gone this long in my life and I didn't even know that? It seems like the rest of the world knows it but you and you're like how? What the <laughs> yeah. heck man? There's a lot of things that just kind of like go hidden. So we asked this question on the KBJ Show Facebook and Instagram pages. What did you discover later than you should have? One comment said, when typing, I would always start each sentence by turning the caps lock on and off before and after that very first letter. And then somebody at my work once noticed, and they showed me the power of the shift key, (laughs) and now everybody at my work calls me cappy. (laughs)
3: <laughs> ah, I like that. That's funny. That is
0: kind of odd that you would go that long, though, and not realize that shift will do it. But I yeah. guess that happens. Well,
3: we used to have to take typing classes. I Do not Do they still do that in schools? Is that even... They should. It's still something that you use a lot.
0: It's, it's not like we phased out laptops. And I would almost argue, if they teach typing, should they not teach it also on a smartphone? Yeah, they really should.
1: Yeah, I uh, remember taking typing, and I remember I struggled to get a C, and I don't think I deserved
3: that C. You, can <laughs> know, really? you always
1: know when I get to the word the or and, because I always say, do-do-do, you hear it go real quick. Oh, yeah.
0: So you took a typing class.
1: I had to in school, but I
3: didn't mean I didn't take it seriously. I was too busy talking to the girl next to me. Oh, yeah. I had to take it in class as well. Okay, I never took one. Oh, so our mice, when I was in school, our, the teachers were the first, I guess, to have to learn to use computers at work. And I remember one of my teachers, she hated the mouse. She goes, I hope this thing gets phased out. I hate it so much. She oh, couldn't wow. control it. And the mouse is, our, is the most important tool of the computer. Yeah, Boy, no, no Was she wrong? Yeah, I was just saying, mm-hmm. she was very wrong. That was very mm-hmm. early on, though, with computers. Another
0: person said, when I was 15, I realized that rice isn't pasta chopped in small pieces.
3: (laughs) 15.
1: If you don't eat a lot of rice, it's it's not your world. I
3: I guess I kind of don't get that one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's just nobody ever told you. Uh, One person said,
0: what did you discover later than you should have in life? That it's called metal because it's harder than rock when you're talking about music.
3: I didn't even know I knew that. Wait, is that the reason they... I was just thinking about that the other day. I go, why do they call it heavy metal?
0: Oh, that probably is why. Because it's harder Harder
3: than rock. Harder than rock. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm 15,
0: I just found that Uh, out. Me
3: too.
1: Blown away. That's amazing. That's so metal.
3: That is real metal. Uh,
0: Another thing somebody discovered later than they should have, water towers. You ever wonder, you drive by I-95 and Lake Worth Beach, and you see that big old water tower right there. It's painted like a beach ball, and you're like, why? What is that? It's for water pressure. This person thought it was just for the town, putting like a big sign up to let people know <laughs> maybe they live in Lake Worth. We hey, love- look, we got a whole bunch of water. Look, we're at Lake Worth Beach. Oh, it's so nice. We love water. <laughs> we just love water so, so much. much. We're going to let you know, the first thing you get when you come to Lake Worth Beach is water. Here's a glass of water. Welcome to Lake Worth Beach. No, it's all about the pressure.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure my dad was disappointed in me when he realized I didn't know you're supposed to take, you're supposed to take out the lint
0: at, on the dryer. That's a thing. I was in my late twenties when I got that too.
1: That makes me feel I better. A yeah. Kevin
0: Ralston, late twenties. I, I was in my forties when I found that out. It That's... was because my dryer stopped drying. I was like, why would my dryer stop drying all of a sudden? Somebody's like, if you check the lint trap. I'm like, the what? And oh my gosh, it was. I had like a sweater in there. <laughs> There's
1: also another thing, and I feel pretty stupid. There's a in in certain tubs. There's a thing on there that's a drain that will either plug it Those up. Those are or tricky.
0: P- yeah, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know that's what that. that was.
1: I'm going, why does it keep plugging up? I like hate a-, a
0: strange shower because can- <laughs> it takes oh, me I five minutes to. to figure it out. Well, I
1: accidentally hit it with my yeah. foot and turned it, and it started draining. And go, wait a minute. I think this is a drain.
0: I felt Why are they all oh, right. I feel I feel like tubs should be standard. Just every tub is always the same.
3: And hot water, cold water is never the same. Sometimes it's the left faucet, sometimes it's the right. Some that, get that super hot.
0: You're messing with somebody if you put that uh, hot. On it the depends right.
3: who puts it in. If it's just a family member, it can be anything. They're
1: different in both my bed or in, in my bathroom. So no when way. I go in my shower, oh, walk, I have to no. go. That's okay, hell is down, <laughs> so that means you ha- I have a whole a weird OCD system. I have to picture hell <laughs> okay, being yeah. towards heaven, and that's how I know the hot water the- is... That feels oh like that's
0: a lot more complicated than it should be. I have to take. You've the, done the reverse. I have
1: to take the faucet and pu- push it towards heaven for me to remember that hell will be coming out of the faucet. Oh wow! I know that sounds
0: insane.
3: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Every place it's different. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, somebody said I discovered uh, later in life that in the song "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus," it's the husband dressed up as Santa. And kissing his wife, mommy's not having an affair with
3: Sam. <laughs>
1: That's the original M Night Shyamalan twist ending. It, it is. is.
3: I remember asking about that song when I was a kid because I thought the same. Because you're thing. right,
0: yeah, yeah. They, they they don't lay that out.
3: No, no, and they let me know, so I wouldn't look like a fool. I'm not even sure if I even realized that. <laughs>
0: I'm oh. learning a lot here, actually.
1: My family never, they always, me, they always were, were certain for me to go out and look for
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh This person said, I discovered that an amber alert was named after a child, and it's not the color of amber. You know, because a lot of alerts are red or yellow. Oh, or wow. Whatever.
3: I just I thought it was an indicator. It wasn't like a serious... Named
0: after a kid named Amber. Oh, <laughs> it's
3: named after a person named Amber? That's hilarious. Yeah, that's how you got an Amber alert. It's not a color not at all. Not that it's hilarious. Why well, would have called it hilarious, Dennis. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, no. <laughs> it's so hilarious. The story around it's I hilarious. I got a great joke for you. Did <laughs> that the child name Amber? Oh, no. missing that sounded awful. Do you find child
1: reduction funny? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: I, I feel bad about
3: how that was phrased. If
1: <laughs> I was you, I'd edit that out. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: Uh, turtles can breathe through their butts. Did you know that? Did not know Okay, that. all right, dropped a new one on you. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, and uh, did you know that M- the Mad and Mad Men stood for Madison Avenue? I watched that show. A lot of it. Another one oh. I kind of quit halfway through, but I didn't know that. Mad Men is Madison Avenue. Did not know. Wow. It's got double I, meaning. I just know Amber Alerts are hilarious, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we got that
3: down. Bad phrasing.
2: The KVJ Show.
3: Well,
0: Today's world record attempt is going to be the most basketballs through the legs. You're making kind of a circular motion around one leg. So you got to move fast. You got to have really good manual dexterity. Being an athlete, I'm sure, is something that's uh, really going to help with this as well. Okay. Okay, now it was somebody in Slovenia. That just this last year in February broke the world record for the most circles around the leg with the basketball in 30 seconds. The record, 79.
1: And the previous Ugh. record, they beat it by nine. So they beat it by a good amount. They, we saw one kid do it who did not have the
0: record, and he was flying. I don't know. I don't know. Not going to beat the record, but that's why we started making this a head-to-head competition, because we weren't beating many world records. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're,
3: they're pretty tough. The
0: so it just became us doing a world record attempt against somebody on the show. Now, what we're doing now, we draw a playing card to see who's going to be taking on Jaybird. I drew myself a Jack. Damn, oh, oh, gosh, wow. he always
3: gets a face card. I
0: want Ralston. Suits so got a card there?
3: Yeah, he got an eight. Okay, Denny's, what you draw? I drew a two. Ah, friend versus oh. friend. I'm, I'm okay. all I'm all groggy and tired from no sleep. Oh boy.
1: I am. I'm definitely the. Uh <laughs> The
3: The favorite. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. Oh man. This
0: isn't easy too. This is tiring. This tires quickly. I can see that, yeah. I mean I know it's thirty seconds, but still it could wear you out. Only thing I'll say is I'm not I'm not really good at
1: doing it. Mm. So there's a chance that fumbles over here could give you a shot.
3: I saw the video. It looks very tiring.
0: Yeah. The good news is you're only doing it for 30 seconds, and that's the good news for the audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just hear that's a, a bunch news. of grunting from us. Okay, suits. You'll have to. Can you guys keep your own keep keep tracking your head as you're doing it? Yes, Absolutely. Okay. All right. Why don't you guys call out when you get to increments of five? Okay. That's if you good. do it one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, we'll do our best. Guys. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm asking too much here. Okay, it's a 30 seconds, head-to-head battle. Jay Bird is the odds-on favorite. He has not lost so far this year in a world-record Wednesday attempt. Okay. Bird versus Denny's. Denny's looking for his first dub here of the year. Gentlemen, on your mark, get set and go. Okay. Bird's got it. Denny's is kind of going a little bit wild. Bird dropped the ball. Denny's has been going, but he's going really wide on his. He's really bringing it up. Okay. Looks like Denny's got a quick little lead here at the 15 second mark. Denny's is there at 15. Denny's has got a slight lead as we head to the home stretch here. This is going to be close. Denny's at 20. Bird is right behind him. You have got five seconds left. Could Denny shock the world? Four, three, 30,
1: two, 31. one. 3, 30,
3: What he do we did, got? He did! Got 30.
1: 32. He shocked the world! Had, Get out uh, of here! No I, way! 31!
0: 33 to 31 oh it's so oh. tired that's Two. unbelievable and our, oh. and our champion has gassed our competitors oh. on the floor
3: it's only because you dropped in the beginning
0: oh I my gosh yeah. that was it you dropped the ball early on nobody factored in that i built bucknered it he oh. did he dropped the ball danny's got his first win Burke gets his oh. first loss and it comes to the hands of denny's
1: you're getting my first loss i dog. can't believe it
0: in an athletic competition What the heck is going on here, man? He he dug deep. Oh, my gosh. Wow. KVJ. People
1: fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama.
0: Okay now what this is, this is a little bit of a text chat that was screenshot and then they put it up on social media. If you've ever seen how that uh, goes down.
1: Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. people do that all the time. I didn't I didn't even know that was legal to do. honestly. I thought a private conversation was private. People are like nah,
0: I every time I text somebody, I have to realize that hey, they could use this. Against me. So always keep that in mind because this is what happened. Yeah, I don't know about the legalities of it, but it did happen and it caused a big old fight that we got here for you with the thread. Now what had happened, the reason why it even went up was because Emily had canceled a trip that she planned with all of her friends last minute. They will budget out hotel and everything based on everybody going. So if somebody backs out, it's a massive burden. You know, and you just can't can't do it. It's not cool. It's
1: utter devastation,
0: Kevin. So everybody in your group is all mad because they uh, changed up their entire schedule to do this for her and canceling at the last minute is making everything turn ugly. So I will play the troublesome Emily here. We will have Bird playing Christy Lynn. Okay,
1: I believe she's kind
0: (laughs) of country. We will have Denny's playing the role of Christian. And then Suits is going to step in here because Virginia is coming back from Mardi Gras today. You're going to be Renee. Suits. We okay. get to hear Suits act. Yeah. Okay, so here's what Emily has to say. Hey, everyone. I just want to let you know that due to my anxiety issues, I'm not going to be able to join the trip this weekend. I'm super bummed. I do apologize for any inconvenience I caused, really. Uh, Emily, are you serious right now? This
1: whole trip was your idea. We rearranged our lives because you wanted this trip. No offense, but this is so selfish.
3: This is such a freaking bummer. Can't believe you're canceling at the last minute, Emily. We had everything planned out. No offense, we all have anxiety. Get over it. I'm so annoyed. I'm sorry, Christian, but that's not a cool thing to say.
0: You're actually giving me more anxiety with your comments. (laughs) And the way that you're coming at me... I just got to tell you, it's pretty damn triggering.
1: (laughs) I mean, seriously, Emily, this ruins everything for everybody. We've been planning this for months. Excuse me. And now you're dropping out. Not cool, but I'm not surprised. You're probably shacked
0: up with some random dude again. And you, Christy Lynn, how dare you question my mental health? I know and I live my truth every day. It is an effing struggle. And no i'm not shacked up with some random dude thank you very much honestly emily maybe if you didn't
1: engage in such promiscuous behavior you wouldn't have these anxiety issues
0: i'm oh. just saying oh my gosh oh just my. saying oh my god <laughs> damn wow uh, Christy lynn i gotta tell you that is low blow that is that's so low my personal life has nothing to do with my anxiety I'm pretty sure that you, you yourself, hooked up with three dudes during one weekend when we went down to the Keys. So don't you even start with your slut-shaming. Christy oh. Lynn.
1: Okay, this conversation is getting a little out of hand. We have all gone through our ho-phase. Let's not go there. We are all guilty
0: of hooking up with dudes, ladies. I'm blocking you all from now on for quite a while none of this is good for me and my anxiety i right now i'm literally shaking as i type i'm shaking you see it let's talk about this christy lynn on the weekend of the keys sounds like a lo- lot of fun huh yeah, yeah. very a eventful <laughs> oh my
1: goodness
0: we got another fun little thread here that, that we're going to act out with some digital drama this is uh, andrea she gets called out for stealing dance moves on tiktok Uh oh, that's a no. -no. I mean, uh, okay, you can't do that. I don't know. I thought everything was about.
3: I thought everything was. Yeah, you're right. Actually, they promote that. (laughs) that That's the whole thing
0: you're supposed to do on TikTok. Yeah, it's all about the trends. Apparently, though, it's Elizabeth who needs to worry about being called out for stealing dance moves. I'll play the role of Andrea. We will have Bird playing Elizabeth. Denny's, (laughs) you're going to be Jenna, and Sut, you're going to be Rebecca. In this thread, okay. Here's Andrea. Hey TikTok fam, check out my latest dance routine, hashtag dance moves, hashtag
3: TikTok famous. Andrea, you killed it. Those moves are fire. Thank you.
1: Um, hold up, Andrea, those moves look awfully familiar. Originality matters, B. Also, <laughs> I have more followers than you. Just saying. Elizabeth, are you seriously claiming those dance moves as
3: your own? I've seen you steal moves before. Caught red-handed, girl. <laughs> Rebecca, I remember seeing you do that routine first. Elizabeth, what's the deal? Hashtag shady moves.
0: Yeah, I remember teaching Rebecca those moves years ago. Elizabeth, you got some explaining to do. Hashtag exposed.
1: Oh, please, Rebecca. You're just jealous of my success. I have so many more followers than you. You can't take it. I've never stolen anyone's dance moves. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> jealous? <laughs> Elizabeth, you're delusional, and you've gotten pudgy. TikTok fam, check the timestamps. I did that dance way before she even knew how to use TikTok. Hashtag truth revealed.
3: Elizabeth, the evidence is stacking up against you. Are you really going to deny it? You are literally caught in the act. I saw the timestamps.
0: It's not just about Rebecca Elizabeth. you stole stolen from so many talented creators, and we all know you bought your followers. Uh, whatever
1: haters, you're all just jealous of my popularity. I'm 31 years old and I have over 50 thousand followers, and I'm getting a modeling deal with a regional magazine. So in your face, keep talking. It won't change that. I'm more TikTok famous than all y'all put
0: together. Damn, just go regional? regional. Just go regional. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Gosh, that's so unimpressive. <laughs> <It's> so unimpressive. <laughs> oh, man. My KBJ show. We are without uh, Virginia here today. She went to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, checked in with her, sounded like she uh, raged for four solid days. Now she's got to cleanse and uh, get ready for another weekend. So she'll be back with us tomorrow. So for this Valentine's Day, it is uh, myself. We got Jay Bird in here, producer Denny's and Suits running KBJ-TV. So of the 5 of us including Virginia here in this conversation who on the KBJ show do you think is most likely to do nothing for their partner on Valentine's Day? Ooh. Nothing at all. So
3: as if everyone had a partner.
0: If,
1: yeah, me and Suits are single, but if we if, if we were you, with somebody.
0: Thinking back to when you were with someone, nice. how likely would you be to do that? Huh. I feel That's like tough.
1: Yeah, that is a tough one. I, I, I hate to say, I think it might be you,
0: Ralston. I think so. Only think because you've
1: got a lot in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say necessarily, you've talked about the queen not being receptive to presence in the past.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't always land. So typically what it is, <laughs> is we'll spend time together and do something. And I saw that after the sixth year, it was like a majority of couples really don't do much. For each other on Valentine's Day. I think, don't you get to a point where it's like, all right, I love you, you love me, and Mm -hmm. we can go do something together? Do you really have to have flowers to make yourself feel loved and appreciated? I
1: think it's either, I love you, you love me, or I hate her, she hates me. (laughs) Right, (laughs) yeah. Stay in this thing in separate rooms. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think think it is me on that one. Yeah. Okay, who on the KBJ show is most likely to go overboard for their partner on Valentine's Day the other way. I mean, it's got to be the bird. It's the bird. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the candles, the oh chocolates, yeah. oh the yeah. foot rubs. Well, we're going to have
1: some
0: fun on Valentine's <laughs> Day. He loves love. <laughs> so who do you think on the KBJ show likely has the most love songs in their personal collection? <laughs> Probably The Bird as well. It's got to be I The mean, Bird.
3: you got a lot of music in your collection, and I'm sure a lot cross that list as I, well. But. I
0: have a ton of music, probably fifteen 000 to 20,000 songs I have in my personal music collection. I'd say maybe 2% are love
3: songs. Really? All All right, right. Yeah, I see, mean, just crossover. There's. I mean, Hall & Oates songs could be construed as love songs yeah,
0: as well. It, it would be more the ones that would be a little bit, but it, just something that's a pure love song outside of shot A. there's not much. All and right, then right.
1: I wonder too, I mean, there's certain types of love songs. Sometimes it's the, the lover's regret type of song or is yeah. this just straight up it's ones that you would you. put on if
0: you had a playlist that you would play you're having dinner for valentine's day and you want a playlist that would be the songs that would be on it it's, it's, bird. it's, it's bird it's me it's bird, it's bird. isn't away. it crazy he's the single guy yeah <laughs> who on the kbj show is most likely to cry watching a movie with a sad love story in it not uh, so sad. That doesn't make me cry. Okay, if, if you you put on the notebook.
1: No, I'm not mm, crying. So at yeah, that. I'm I making mean. probably I'm probably making jokes. Would it would it actually uh, be Virginia? Do you think? No, she. I don't know. if She's got that kind of emotion.
3: And I I, I don't think she's could it be me or Denny's? No. I, I mean, it could be. It just depends. Like so, I like you were saying the Notebook. I don't know if I'm gonna cry during that, but there are random things that can make me tear up. If I listen to a really good song in a vulnerable moment. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, I know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, okay. Check that video out on our
0: YouTube page of
1: Bird crying like a <laughs> little bee.
3: But yeah, I mean, even a well done commercial can kind of make you tear up. But yeah, a movie crying. I mean, Anim-
0: animal okay. stuff can get me. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Talking about Valentine's Day here. So, what about this one? Who on the KBJ show is most likely to publicly embarrass themselves with a public romantic gesture?
1: Again, I think it's the bird.
0: Because you would go for one. Yeah, but I wouldn't be. I know you wouldn't be embarrassed, embarrassed by it. though. So that's kind of. You wouldn't be, but it would embarrass them. Oh, um, all, right, no, all right, that wouldn't be me.
1: No, nope, I would. I I would know my lover's love language. And okay. If my love. If if my person I was with wasn't into that, I would not do that. Okay. All right. I think it might be...
3: Is it Virginia? Really? Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm still in character from Facebook. (laughs) You can't snap out of it. When did
1: my friend turn into a valley girl? (laughs) (laughs) Really?
0: So So she she would do something that would make Panda embarrassed. She she would have a plan. She doesn't care. She doesn't think about. She's just like, oh, it's gonna be great, Cam, and then she (laughs) just goes on ahead and does it, and he's embarrassed. Yeah. Do you think Panda? You know your her husband really well, Panda. Do you think he embarrasses easily?
1: No. I just think I know. Sometimes she's more capable of getting on a microphone and not giving an f. But yes. in a different way than I am. Not thinking about
0: how it's playing, maybe?
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I got, yeah. I would I agree. I think, it's, agree. Virginia. I think you, it's Virginia. Yeah.
0: Genuine's that one. Okay. And what about this? Who on the KBJ show is the overall most romantic? Is it Bird, do you think, Denny?
3: So you go for the romance. You do the big moves. He does do big moves.
0: It's
1: between me and Denny's. And Denny's because he I see him in real time doing it with his wife, and he
3: is very romantic.
1: And if I am with somebody, I am very romantic. But.
0: It's.
3: You probably do more in the in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mine's kind of spread out. I try to do romantic things throughout just to keep the wife happy. Then okay. I fill
0: the walls <laughs> in and, wanna, and then yeah, run and hide. You just got to run and hide. Yeah.
3: I got to tell you, I think the single guy
0: won the contest of romance here today. <laughs> you are, man. You're the lovebird. Believe it or not. <laughs> How, I don't know. <laughs> All right, coming up here, we got a little bit of dirt for you. I'll be taking that. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason.
1: It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day.
0: Virginia, take it away. Because you know
2: we need that dirt of the day.
0: Coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Let you know what the cause of death was for Nick Carter's sister, Bobby Jean. He's, of course, of the Backstreet Boys she passed away not long ago at the age of 41. I have some details on that. Russell Simmons, he's a guy that started Def Jam Recordings back in the 80s. Huge name in music. And he is one of those people now that you are starting to get a lot of stories coming out that are not very favorable about his sexual liaisons from back in the day.
1: They've been bubbling up for a minute, though. Kind of like the Louis C.K. thing. They've been out there for a minute.
0: Now, he previously claimed to have slept with thousands of women and acknowledged that a handful have come forward with compromising stories about him. One of those new compromising stories is from somebody who was working with the company and says that... She got an invite to Russell Simmons home where back in the 1990s, this was his apartment in New York City. He started wrestling with her in a playful manner before she says the situation escalated into aggression. And she says that's when he raped her. Mm. So. That is another one of those stories that are coming out. And it's interesting when you see, like a Harvey Weinstein and things like that, Bill Cosby. How many of these stories does it take before they start to stick and there are actual charges or ramifications that come against that person? But Russell Simmons is one of those people. He has yet to respond to these most recent allegations. Well, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, they're going back on their hip-hop glory. I hear that they have been in the lab, they're working on some new stuff. Um, That would be awesome. To hear new music from them, and it apparently would go very well with this new canned, ready-to-go-drink cocktail they got from their 1994 hit Gin & Juice. Of course, it's a huge market right now, the canned cocktail. Here's Snoop and Dre. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What I don't understand is why you got us doing the same.
2: I don't know why you always have to complain. I already did all the hard work.
1: I got
0: on a $1,000 pair of shoes. I already told you what we are about to do. Why would you wear some shoes that you like anyway? Why are we talking about shoes? Okay, there you go. I
1: did always wonder why they, they didn't do more music together
0: with that, just them mm-hmm. two. Because they really... Did the Both. chronic was so big? Both the times they and did he, it yeah. was amazing. Every time they worked together was huge. Did
1: you wonder is that because they didn't like to work together or they were just too busy? But you'd think you'd find a way to make more of that music. Dre
0: had the Eminem project going on, and I'm wondering how much that pushed Snoop away. I wonder too. Because about that time, right after that, yeah, right around 99. They made their big old Chronic in 93. 99 was Eminem time.
1: But then they did that other one. The, they did. The Chronic had, 2000 yeah. or yeah. whatever. Like
0: two- 2001, I think that was. They kind of got back together real quick and then more Eminem stuff. And, you know, I think they kind of wound up doing their own thing. So I'm excited for that album. Yeah. Well, how about the drinks? Gin and Juice is going to be available in apricot, citrus, melon, and passion fruit. I don't mm. know about that apricot. Ugh. That's, That's not your thing. I do not like apricot as a yeah. flavor. Bird, not feeling that. 41-year-old Bobby Jean Carter, the sister of Backstreet Boys member Nick Carter and the late Aaron Carter, they say died of the combined effects of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Her, deal, her death was ruled accidental. She died a little more than a year after her younger brother Aaron died in Southern California at the age of 34, another accidental overdose death. Jeez. Yeah, families, they've got uh, man, they've uh, got some stuff. Also, on some happier news, Swifty stuff. Would you like to go to the Swift-posium? It is going to be a bunch of academics from around the world gathered in Melbourne, Australia for a three-day Swift to examine Taylor Swift's cultural influence. That's where she's getting ready to head, so I don't know if it's getting ready to go on right now, but that might be happening if you're going to go see her in Melbourne. You can check her out. Now, the big question, is she going to be in Kansas City today for the Super Bowl parade with her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey? Here is the mayor of Kansas City.
1: I, I have absolutely no comment on the uh, whereabouts of Miss Swift. I, I try not to bother Miss swift in her daily operations so stay tuned it's a reason to watch the parade on wednesday for everybody
0: okay reason to watch the parade for everybody there you go all right. Well, they do not think she is going to be there because she has to be in Melbourne, Australia, Friday at six p.m. They're already time wise seventeen hours ahead of Kansas City, and the flight takes seventeen hours.
1: So for for a swift, they've got a whole bed. They got they got a whole room for her to chill and sleep and rest on that at that, that plane. Oh yeah, on the on
0: the plane itself. I'm sure she has her own dedicated bedroom. I would expect that yeah. she can go in and they would have the blackout curtains, and she'd be able to sleep and. Try to go through it. Could so. you sleep
1: on a plane? I I thought you said you, you have a hard time sleeping in a car, which I do too. I can't sleep in coach
0: on a cramped American <laughs> Airlines plane. Yeah. You give me my own bedroom on a private plane, I probably am going to fall asleep. That's just my guess. And here is the NFL's audio they released, what it sounded like between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey right after the Super Bowl when they're talking, hugging, and kissing on the field. Thank you for oh, coming baby. I can't baby.
2: believe that. Thank I you.
1: can't believe you. I can't Thank you for the support. You. How do you Thank do you that? for coming.
2: <laughs> Thank you for making it across halfway across the world. You're the best, baby. Oh, my God. The absolute
0: best.
1: Was it electric? It
0: was unbelievable. Oh, so much love. Uh, On
1: the beginning part, it almost sounds like he was giving a speech. Thank you to the Academy. It did, yeah.
0: I think he knows. There's a microphone going on. I think he's playing to the crowd, honestly. I just don't know. It's KDJ. After the Super Bowl, I saw a lot of Swifties were going off online about the meltdown that Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, had kind of going after his coach there when they had a fumble deep in uh, San Francisco territory as they were about to – Score a touchdown. Some people are going, whoa, angry much? Well, there's a sports psychologist named Dr. Leah Lagos, apparently is her name. And she kind of went in and evaluated his behavior to say, okay, are the Swifties right is there really a red flag to watch out for here? And here's what she had to say about it. Is this a red flag for Taylor and their relationship?
2: It doesn't have to be a deal breaker, but it is something that, that should be discussed and addressed. And certainly if it's occurring in the relationship, they have to figure out a plan because it's, <laughs>
1: that's certainly not going to work.
0: Hmm. Okay. I know a lot of
1: people are still defending them. Saying, "Oh, get over it, get over it, get over it."
0: Well, people were compartmentalizing it, and they were saying, "What happens on a football field? It's different." A lot of people will flip a switch. Our, our great friend with the Miami Dolphins, Christian Wilkins, he's a different person on the field than he is off the field. He flips a switch and he becomes, you know, the football player Christian.
1: We all get that. We we all yeah, understand the right. idea of intensity and in competition. We get that. You you don't have to play football to
0: to get that part. But are there other breadcrumb crumbs about Travis Kelsey that the dude? has anger issues, or maybe has a lack of respect for other people. This came from the podcast he does with his brother, Jason, talking a little bit about his history of being maybe spoiled and hot-headed, talking about a young Travis Kelsey and what he did to a teacher in school.
1: I got kicked out of preschool because during uh, playtime, we were playing checkers, and I was winning because I don't f***ing lose at checkers, and if you (laughs) win, you stay on. And the teacher told me, you know, Travis, you have to share, and I'm like, that's not how it rolls. And uh, she said, no, you have to share, and I said, no, I don't, and threw the chair that I was sitting in at her. (laughs) What? Yeah. You
0: threw a chair and a teacher? both? Yeah. So he about knocks his coach over (laughs) on the football field. In school, playing checkers, he chucks a chair at a teacher.
1: This is what this is what people do though. They go back on all your old podcasts. Oh yeah, and they listen. and oh, they yeah. go, we can use that clip. If if we ever became famous, we're done. They're gonna go through our old podcast and go. Kevin said that. Job oh, I said know. That. Yeah. Said that. Virginia said that.
0: Oh, just wait till the Swifties get on this. They hear this clip. I don't even know if this has really gotten into their universe yet. Some people are just saying, you know, he he has said a couple other things that the dude might be a bit of a hothead. This
1: is, but this is, this is what happens. You get really popular, and they go yeah. through all your old stuff that wasn't as popular that's what happened to comedian uh, shane gillis
0: well you go back travis kelsey wanted this he wanted super stardom he said this years ago that he wanted to be to the next level he's done his endorsement commercials and now he's getting the downside of where people go through all your stuff they try to analyze if you're a good dude or not you move into a new house and swifties get through your guard gate and knock on your window so he's he's starting to deal with the side effects of super fandom.
1: Fame's a little bit different than it used to be. Back in the day, people—I don't feel like people were trying to take people down as hard. And now, and when I say take people down, I'm saying looking at your every little move, every little story. Someone going in and you know, maybe you told a story from when you were
0: seven, right?
1: And it pairs up nicely to you doing something wrong. Yeah, like oh my gosh, Kevin's a monster.
0: A monster. That's what goes on, so we'll see what uh, happens with that. How much longer do you give Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Will it be over in a year, Bird?
1: No, it'll still be going on. Really? Yes. I do think it'll still be going on. Two years? N- no.
0: Okay, I agree.
1: I, she's gonna need, that'll be when the new album drops, and that's when that's when the pain really begins.
0: I think the Chiefs do not win the Super Bowl next year. I think that he goes into some darkness that affects the relationship, and they are over before the spring next year.
1: Look, we all go through darkness. I hear you. We also have Taylor Swift write an album about us. It's coming.
0: Well, we've got a married couple here that's got uh, a little bit of a debate. Now, it says here that, oh, I'm sorry, they're uh, engaged. They're going to be getting married this summer. And they're planning their wedding and honeymoon right now. They would like for us to handle this debate they have. She says, my husband told me that for our honeymoon, that we should bring some friends along with us to Costa Rica. That's where we wanted to go. He assures me that we would still have plenty of time together, but that it would be fun to have our best friends celebrate our love and make some memories with us. I guess he got the idea from TikTok. (laughs) There are these buddy moons that uh, he is seen on there that he thinks looks awesome. Buddy moons, huh? Buddy moons, I guess they call it, it on TikTok. It
1: almost kind of sounds like you're setting up for a swinger's weekend. Hey, you know what? Right. We've got our honeymoon. we got this
0: place. want our friends to come over. I think she's wondering. She said, I just know from experience that the more doesn't always mean the merrier. I believe that each person adds to a trip. But each person you throw in also will increase the likelihood for drama. And this is the last thing I want on a honeymoon. My fiance says that I am taking a negative thought pattern here and that I instead need to open myself up to the possibilities. What sounds like the better option to you? Solo honeymoon or a buddy moon?
1: First of all, buddy moon, that alone you need to probably not ever say unless I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that term outside, outside of this room, out <laughs> your personal life, first of all. Second of all, this is something where you both got to be on the same page. If yeah. one person is uncomfortable, right. drop it. It's over. Can't do it. And the, the, the husband, without a doubt, is the weirdo
0: here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll ask on KBJ-TV. You guys want uh, a ruling on this. What would you rather do after you get married? Honeymoon or buddy-moon? I mean, he's already trying to run from the marriage already. That to me is a little bit of a red flag, right? He's if either, he, a,
1: he either he, swinging or he's trying to run away from his new wife. Like,
0: you don't want to just be with her; she's not enough. You got to have friends along with you. It's weird. I think so too. I'm uh, I'm I'm with her on this. We'll see what the people say. If you want to sound off, go to YouTube, look for the KVJ show. Let us know what you think. Also coming up here for Valentine's Day for our two second tunes, we got songs with the word love in the. Title We'll get to that coming up. KVJ got an email. Somebody wanted to know about their honeymoon, which their fiance wants to turn into a buddy moon. Apparently, it's a big thing on TikTok. The hashtag buddy moon has more than 482,000 views. He got it from there. He's like, Hey, let's go to Costa Rica. Our friends will come with us. We're gonna have an amazing time. A lot of people are saying no. Here's some of the comments coming in. This isn't a vacation, it's a honeymoon. If she's not okay with it, he needs to drop it and plan another vacation with the friends. Hey,
1: as soon as one person is not it, yeah. yeah,
0: you're they're right. They nailed it. Somebody else said no. Do a solo honeymoon. I was stuck doing buddy vacations, and that was bad enough. The honeymoon should only be for the two of you. And if you start your marriage out with a buddy honeymoon, you're never going to ever have your own vacation alone. This <laughs> seems like you do really want to get married. Yeah, for real. A lot of people are saying it's kind of a red flag. I do agree with that. Why would you not want to be just with the person you're marrying? You can't even spend a, a week with them alone? Now, you're talking about spending the rest of your life with them alone.
1: To me, it's odd when someone drops that on you when you're right about to get married. Because typically, I would think you would know the personality of your mate. Yeah. That that wouldn't, something like that wouldn't surprise wouldn't you. Come, yeah,
0: right. You'd be or, like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because you all already have that relationship where like everyone's into the, the buddy I hate even saying that. Buddy uh,
0: Moon. <laughs> yeah, the only it compromise somebody could see is doing a few days solo and maybe halfway through a few friends show up. But let me just tell you that the numbers are not solid for his idea. 97% of people are saying honeymoon over Buddy Moon.
3: Yeah, I agree with those numbers.
0: That is a pretty solid amount. Yeah,
1: I don't think they should be getting married. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, that, that, maybe this is a make-up or breakup.
2: up The KBJ Show. Ow! <laughs> There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the
1: whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Ha-ha, fighting in the nude. ha drunk people pooping in the street. Ha-ha, it's the whacked Out News. So many people are meth. Ow!
0: Told you about that late 80s model car that they pulled out of a lake just west of I-95 and south of 45th Street in West Palm Beach. They were looking for... Somebody had disappeared in 1979, and so they were surprised when they pulled out a late 80s model car because they were looking where they thought the late 70s model car was going to be, and they got something else. And then they looked inside, and there were bones. And I'm even curious
1: on the whole how they got to that lake for the 1970s case.
0: What, was there some? I've, they're looking at a lot of these missing persons cases where they last were, and they're starting to now track the trajectory of where they would have been driving. I believe that the woman that they'd found a couple of weeks ago in Kissimmee, that was kind of what had happened. She would called her family, said, hey, I'm on my way home. She never showed up. And they're like, what happened? So they started looking at where she had worked, where she lived, and then were checking all of the lakes in Kissimmee that would have been on the path and in, in one of the lakes they found her.
1: And did they, were they able to tell if it was foul play or if it was just an accident?
0: Right now, they don't have all that. They don't know. They don't believe so, I don't think, on that case in particular. Okay. And some of them are. Some of these are people who have fallen asleep. Some were people were drinking. I don't know that any of them have come out that I know of as foul play. And they did find bones in this car, but there's not really any explanation to the car itself. When you look at the car, it looks like it had rolled over because the windows were smashed and the car was. So it looks like it rolled over and then went into the lake. No sign of a body because the bones were turtle. Turtle bones? Yeah, turtle bones. (laughs) Turtle bones, man. Turtle bones.
1: Turtle bones. Turtle bones? Turtle bones. I know. It just shows you, though, how many cars are in these lakes and canals you're driving over.
0: It was found in 12 feet of water, and they said there was about zero visibility in that lake. Wow, man. So I mean, you I mean look,
1: you're talking about ones of where people might have gotten into an accident. I'm not, a lot I'm, of them I'm are. I'm not trying to yeah. turn grim, but...
0: A lot of them are.
1: Some of them are going to be where, you know... There might be the a, a few some... cartel
0: kind of, you know mafia but yeah a lot of them are that there's a 45 year old man that got arrested in the theft of a bronze Jackie Robinson statue that was later found dismantled and burned we talked about that the other day in the whacked out news they caught the dude it wasn't a hate motivated crime it was all to try to sell the scrap metal but they didn't do it right they just burned the statue and left it in a garbage can So they say this is only the first arrest. There were three people seen on the surveillance video, so I think they know who they are, and they're going to get them pretty quick. So, yeah, good. A St. Petersburg, Florida man, Javon Gomes, is now facing charges after racing his motorcycle, evading police, and then posting video of the incident on YouTube. Yeah, you can't do that. He was using a helmet cam, and the video shows him Doing wheelies through red lights, cutting off cars, traveling on the sidewalk, and failing to stop when officers tried to pull him over. You see that a lot here in South Florida as well. There's
1: a lot of videos. In fact, I just saw one where the police were chasing a guy on a motorcycle, but he had his Tinder date they just met that night. Oh, wow. she's holding on to yeah. her life. She didn't know he was going to take the police on a on a chase the whole time Whoa. she's saying pull over pull over oh my god! they put her in cuffs immediately and but after talking to her she goes we met on tinder i swiped left and now uh-huh. so it's, it's- no second date i don't think she's i don't think this guy's get a second <laughs> date and they they, they ask go, dude what are you thinking i was just trying to show off for my date
0: these honestly big idiots and then the dummy too that got away from the cops and then posted the video on youtube And that's how they're like, oh, yeah, that was a guy we were chasing. What's his name? It's right there on his page. Yeah, the guy you're talking
1: about, I mean, he's uploading his own stuff. Mm -hmm. What an idiot.
0: 43-year-old Jonathan Whitesides was arrested after he drunkenly drove up to a Polk County Sheriff's substation on Sunday. Now, he's a mechanic for the local school board, and it all started when he was hauling an airboat, and it fell off his trailer right in front of the police station. So some cops are out there, and they're watching this guy, and they're like going, he's kind of stumbling around. But before they could get to him, he leaves the scene, but then he comes back with another guy named James, and then they start arguing, and the cops hear it, and they come back out again. Then they stop him, and calm him down, and they realize, this guy's bowing up to us. So he then charges at them, and then starts yelling in the cop's face, and they're like, dude, you reek, man, and you just got out of that car driving. They did a breathalyzer on him, his breath alcohol content was .334. The legal limit: point zero eight. James is short for JMO. I mean, this guy was massively hammered. It's weird. Uh, a
1: lot of the drunk videos I watch, I think they're so drunk they forget that they're drunk and they yeah. think they
0: know their rights. He does. I yeah. know my rights. I know. I know the law. You don't know your name.
2: You
1: don't even know
0: your name. <laughs> wow. A 40-year-old man in Port Charlotte, Florida, got arrested and sentenced to two years in probation after stealing his co-worker's credit card. They work at Chili's, and he made several purchases, including one where he was caught on surveillance video buying a case of beer and a pumpkin. Dang. (laughs) Must have been for Halloween. There's an award winning professor at Penn State University that is in trouble today and facing charges for allegedly engaging in lewd sexual acts at a Pennsylvania park, including ones involving a tree branch and a Tootsie Pop. Oh
2: man.
1: (laughs) Was he always that twisted or did something happen to really let that I
0: I have a feeling he finally just let his freak flag (laughs) get away from him. uh, Yeah, he did with that Tootsie Pop. I have a feeling I know what he's doing with that. A suspect pulled a knife during a robbery at a convenience store in Washington State, but then the store owner scared him off by pulling out an even bigger knife. He had himself a machete. Don't play with a machete. And don't play with anybody that has a machete. That yeah, Machete people are different kind of people. Different kind of people. Here's that store owner talking about it. Here he said,
2: hey, listen, this is a holdup." I said, okay. Why don't think so,
1: buddy? And he jumped back there and fell down. I hold this on him. I just want to scare him. I don't want to hurt him.
0: Okay, there you go. Just to scare him. Well, there are two men that got into a fistfight on a Southwest jet mid-flight on a trip from Oakland to Hawaii. It's kind of unclear what triggered the fight. You're seeing the viral video out today. There's footage beginning with one of the men slightly slapping the other guy across the face. Then the slap gets returned with a few punches on the other dude. Gets the guy right. I mean, boom, boom, boom. Clobbers him right in the jaw. After delivering a flurry of blows to the first man's jawline, the infuriated passenger then pauses for a moment as others grab his arms and urge him to stop. It's unclear if any charges were brought, but apparently the flight actually got all the way to its destination.
1: They're gonna, man. They're gonna ruin it for everybody to the point where they're, they're not allowed drinking anymore.
0: It is starting to get that way. They're gonna, yeah. They're gonna. Can you imagine doing some of these flights without having a cocktail or two? No,
1: uh, I'd have to become a trained man. Yeah. I'd become a guy who, who likes trains.
0: Yeah, <laughs> trains, huh? That's where you would take. Yes. Well, listen to this. A woman aboard a WestJet flight from Mexico said she was kicked off the aircraft for excessively using the bathroom before takeoff. Now, keep in mind, she was coming from Mexico, and that might explain why she had an upset stomach, which was causing her to go to the bathroom. She said that she accidentally left her money then behind on the plane after they kicked her off, and the airline refused to pay for her taxi to a hotel. WestJet said if a passenger is sick, the airline does have a right to remove them in order to preserve the health and safety of fellow passengers.
1: So. I'm watching that video of the, of the plane fight from, I guess, yesterday or two days ago. You're right. Yeah. He, he landed a bunch
0: of punches. He did. He had, I think, six, Solid. Three or four on the face. Solid. And the Super Bowl streaker is speaking up. He's the guy who took his shirt off and he started running run all crazy. He talks a little bit about why he did it. It was all about trying to place a bet on the Super Bowl and there being a streaker at the game. You know, the
1: point was to make money as I was going to stream, right? Because, you know, you could go to a bookie and you could bet if somebody's going to streak, you could pay up to a 1,000x. And I'm like, dude, this is a no-brainer. And it ended up happening that the bet doesn't exist. It's non-existent. And then I'm like, damn.
0: Okay, so <laughs> he's not going to win the bet, but he's not going to stop that. Let him stop that from going to the Super Bowl to try to streak.
1: I am in too deep at this point where I can't back out anymore.
3: So I bought tickets the day before the Super Bowl. There were forty-two thousand. Uh, I got it for wow. me and my friend. We were, we were front row.
0: What does this guy do? Forty-two thousand dollars. He drops like nothing. And here he is talking about being there and then having the moment come up. Does he streak or not?
3: You know, the guys, they're just doing their job. You know what I mean? I was trying to run as fast as I can, but there's more of them than there is me. So they caught it to me pretty quick. As soon as I saw I was cornered, I just threw myself to the floor, put my hands behind my back. I knew I was ready.
0: Okay. It cost him $42,000 for that moment. Anti
1: climatic. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Not much. And some sad news here today. William Post, who created the Pop Tart, has died at the age of 96.
1: No, well, that's a good run, though. 96 96? is solid.
0: I mean, to have that too, to your credit, the Pop Tart. It's yeah. not too bad. Uh, William's going to be placed in his casket, but good news, he'll pop back up in three minutes. <laughs> no, he's not. That's, that's, that's twisted, dude. The KVJ
2: Show.
0: We've just got a whole backlog of confessions that people have been texting into us here for the last couple of weeks. In fact, uh, Denny's even too. We have a, an app that you can go and leave your confessions on anonymously and uh yesterday we a lot of times what we'll do with that is we'll post up maybe a little topic or something like that that uh you know people can go and leave a little comment about in fact that uh, we were doing that yesterday was for hairdressers just kind of curious what is the biggest bombshell you've heard in the salon
1: oh and it, ever since i grow up my hair long uh virginia mm. got me going to uh, a salon man you get you just get the dirt of everything you yeah get, you, get, you get some good drama so we get
0: that posted i believe it's on uh maybe our website or social media is it website kvj dot com or social and yeah, i'll have a denny's tell you if you do have a good story from a hair salon then
1: again too man when i go to the barbershop i get good great stories from the barbershop too
3: yeah they could be yeah okay i am we'll throw in a barbershop yeah, I, I usually throw these up on uh, Instagram stories, Facebook stories. So when you're okay. scrolling through, you can just click that link. It's completely anonymous. It just sends us a message. Oh, beautiful. With no name okay. or anything attached to yeah, it. Yeah, so
0: we'll hopefully get those loaded up for next week. Some of the ones that we have a uh, backlog here, your confessions, you can text them into to us and still be anonymous, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. Uh, this text says, teacher here, 15 years ago, a student made me a wooden pencil box, and I still see him from time to time, and he asked me if I still use it, and I do. I keep drugs in it. <laughs> that's that's what? so so nice. That's what kind of drugs that's that that teacher nice into? <laughs> <that's> <laughs> say, but it's nice that they're using that pencil box. Uh, this says a TV celebrity here in South Florida had me install a solar water system on their house to heat their pool halfway home. The guy calls me to say it wasn't working. I then had to explain that his solar heating wasn't working because it's nighttime and there's no sun. Oh, wow, dude. I wonder who that was. I don't know. There are a couple of uh, people that are jumping into my mind right now. I'm just kind of curious if it was them. Uh, This confession says, I started amusing myself in work meetings by adding no pun intended after comments I make with absolutely no pun or double meaning to them. And then I just spend the next five minutes watching people's faces as they're clearly trying to work out what the pun is, and there's not one there.
1: It's kind of like when you go, adding, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: You know what I mean? And they're like, uh, no, I actually don't know what you mean.
1: I'm going to the fridge and get me a sandwich <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> Ooh, listen to this one. This person says, I once had a short relationship with a girl in Costa Rica while backpacking. 20 years later, I finally remembered her last name and then find her on Instagram She's a single mother with a daughter that just turned 20. I myself now have two kids. I decided, ah, I'm probably not going to make contact.
1: Oh, you're both single, though? He's not going to make contact. Why? If he's got two
0: kids, She's got I would one- imagine he's married. Because if
1: he were single, he would. Okay, if you yeah, all right, well that's different. I
0: think he left that very important detail out that he is still (laughs) married. Otherwise, you're right. Why wouldn't you reach out if you're both single and you're single parents? You should. He has to be married. He's gotta be married. You forgot the most important detail in that whole thing. That he's unhappy in his marriage. Gotcha. Has to be. Has to be. Uh, this confession says I had a big fallout with my wife and I ended up sleeping in my office for a week. My boss saw I was still there when she left each night and there before her each morning. And because of that, and how hard she thought I was working, gave me a promotion. <laughs> and then my wife and I sorted things out. It was the best fight we ever had. Look at that. That's uh, nice how that worked out for you. Uh, this confession says I got invited to lunch with the big boss last year. I told him how 80 percent of the work was done by 20 percent of the people, and we'd be better off with most of without most of the team. My boss agreed, and then six months later. I was one of the many, many layoffs as part of the efficiency drive. They Jerry Maguired you. Wow. You told them
1: how to run the company. He, he suggested lower,
0: less people. Oh. One of
1: them. Dang, they Jerry Maguired. <laughs> and you. And
0: then, wow. Uh, this person confessing, saying, I helped my girlfriend quit smoking. A few years ago, I trained her parent to say things like, smells like cancer, followed by a fake cough every time she lit up a cigarette. Thank you, Jelly Bean the Parrot. That would be horrifying. <laughs> Every time you
1: grabbed your vice, a parrot, you're killing yourself. What, what are you
0: doing? smells like cancer. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah, those birds can learn some stuff.
1: I don't know if I'm a parrot fan.
0: I think parrots creep me out. Parrots Big are time. a creepy bird. Big time. Very creepy very creepy, especially, I mean, it's a talking? What's going on here? I mean, it's a talking animal. There's
1: one that got a guy committed, got him convicted for murder.
0: Yeah, they will. He was will. a witness. Yeah. You gotta watch what you say around those things. And another person said, I'm so old, I now have a favorite spoon. Give it time, you will too. I do. I have a favorite spoon. I ain't, I ain't got many spoons. You know you're old when you have a favorite Spoon. The KVJ show. Uh, Somebody wanted to clarify the uh, Costa Rica confession that we got. The guy who was backpacking through the country 20 years ago, and he finally remembered this girl's name that he hooked up with while he was there, and he found her on the Gram, and then found out that she actually has a daughter that is right at about uh, 20 years of age. The point being that, yeah, that might be his kid, and that's why he's not reaching out. It might be his kid? Yeah, because the timing works out. He was backpacking 20 years ago in Costa Rica, and he looks back, and he's like, oh my gosh, she has got a 20-year-old daughter. He's like, I already got my own kids. Wouldn't you want to know if that's your kid? I would think so. But yeah, apparently that's the uh, the whole thing of it, yeah. He said, uh, yeah, he said, I have a wife and two kids, so he did mention that in his thing. Still, though, if, if there's a chance that's your kid, you gotta, to me, I'm sorry. I think the reason why he's got, it's because he's married. He's got a wife and two kids. It don't matter if you
1: have if you think you have a kid out there. I don't care if you're married. You got a Yeah. You didn't know any of that until So
0: you would reach out and then see if she says anything to you.
1: To me, if you have well, I mean, that's a dangerous game. I'm just saying if you think yeah. you have a kid out there, yeah. you got to do the right thing and meet up with the kid. Let the kid know you're their dad.
0: That's fair to do. Well, I would think that you would and should, because he says, I got a wife and two kids, but I'm assuming when you're doing your backpacking trip, you were a solo single dude. And yeah, if you did wind up having a kid in Costa Rica and you never knew about it, I would think your wife would be understanding say, hey, this is before we even met and we had kids, so it should be all good. Exactly. You're right, you right, should.
1: It's the whole premise of Big Daddy, pretty much. When they drop the kid off. Right. Dude, you need
0: to reach out. Yeah, You have to. You should. I would go on there. Yeah, don't blow that one off. Okay. Got that straight. Glad we did. What do you think about this? There was a, a bit of a debate on a morning TV show in Great Britain. The concept of giving a valentine to a coworker. Good uh, idea, bad idea. I don't know, man. These
1: days, 2024, I, I used to think it was cool. If everyone could be cool about it, I don't think everybody can be cool. On either side, I think guys could be too creepy. I think I think some people could be overly, uh, overly too sensitive. I'd stay away from it. I want to and-
0: see what people got to say, because this might be happening today in offices all around the world. Suits put up. Is it a bad idea to give a coworker a valentine? Yes or no. If
1: it was up to me, I think it's not a bad idea, but it's 2024, so it is a bad idea. Okay. (laughs) See what I'm saying? We'll
0: see what the people got to say on YouTube. You can jump on there right now. Look for the KVJ Show and respond or go to kvjshow.tv. KVJ. Today is Valentine's Day, and a lot of people are probably at work by now. So before you wind up doing it, you need to find out is it a bad idea to give a valentine to one of your co-workers yes or no what do you think on good morning britain they were debating this and there was a sex and relationship expert on there that was talking about whether or not people should be sending valentines to co-workers if they are in a relationship now I believe this therapist is saying, "Mm, probably not a good idea. Valentine's Day is a a celebration of love. It's... Just something that is between two people that are romantically involved, sending out Valentine's Day cards. It's like cold calling. And it's, I feel, hiding behind a holiday to express your intent. If you can't say the words any other time of the year, you probably shouldn't say them on Valentine's Day.
1: But here is my question. (laughs) What if you bring a card for the entire office and you're just a person that likes holidays and love? Yeah,
0: I, I, I think you could rebut that because... One thought it was a bad idea, the other one said, I don't know, I disagree. Well, I actually disagree because you've got to think that people who don't have that confidence will save up those 12 months Mm. just to be able to send it out on that
2: day. And I think that taking people's confidence away by, you know, classifying Valentine's Day and harassment should not even be in the same sentence. It really, really shouldn't. And I think this is where PC's just gone way too far. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Creepy people just ruin it for everybody. That's what, uh, really, yeah.
0: at the end of the day, creepy right. people ruin it for everybody. Because they're stating the truth. There should not be a problem with you giving a co-worker a valentine. It could be some candy, something nice, just to be a thoughtful gesture. But things get so out of blown out of proportion, and especially in the workplace, where... Everything's about HR and not making somebody feel intimidated or put in a weird spot. I mean, they, they taught us that <laughs> when you were kids. Everyone,
1: everyone gets a Valentine's Day. You, you, you bring Valentine's Day cards to, to school and yeah. you give everyone cards and candy. We did,
0: all of them.
1: I did that all the way up until so high school. So much fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it was so much fun. So we asked people in our KBJ TV chat room on YouTube, is it a bad idea to give a coworker a Valentine? Pretty evenly divided, but sixty percent say yes, forty percent say no. Not a bad idea. So my heart thinks I, I yeah. side
1: with absolutely being able to do it. I think mm-hmm. you should, but just because of everything that goes on in twenty twenty four, it's kind of like the same thing we were talking about braiding a kid's hair. That's yeah. not yeah, your kid, right? I just,
0: yeah, it ain't even a well, it. Well, and
3: if she doesn't feel the same way, or he doesn't feel the same way. Now it's super awkward.
0: Well, if you are going to do it, I I really think almost the thing you have to do to cover your behind is you have to give the same thing to every single person, either in your pod or your entire office, depending Mm -hmm. upon what the setup is. And if you don't, then it could be called out easily. And I could see why it would, saying, okay, I got all these teddy bears and flowers and... He gave Regina a candy bar. <laughs> I mean, I, when I
1: was in elementary school, I had the biggest crush on this girl, Sarah. But I, I didn't have the nards to go up and tell mm-hmm. her that I had a crush on her. So on Valentine's Day, my mom and I went to the bookstore and we bought her a bunch of those erasers that smell like the fruit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she walked up to her and gave them. To the girl Sarah as I just like wave from a distance <laughs> I look back now that poor Sarah she's probably so uncomfortable by that thanks <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was such a like the mom my mom's going up there oh my son's got a crush on you oh uh, yeah uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I
3: don't
1: know if I did it right Denny's
3: yeah love well, love, love <laughs> man. Oh, man it did love. Twi- twists you up it
0: does it confuses to, the heart yeah we're just trying to figure it out today <laughs>
2: from KBJ
0: show. Okay, so what is it going to be? You know that a card is number one. So you got candy or flowers. What is the better option when it comes to Valentine's Day? We did a KBJ TV poll a little bit earlier in the show. Flowers won 51 to 48%.
1: Yeah, flowers are outdated. People want chocolate. They want snacks, Kev. We have a hungry audience.
0: People disagree with you. That's close but yeah more people would prefer the flowers i think now people are so health conscious and worried about their weight not everyone gorges their face at 10 o'clock at night with snacks not everybody no not everybody no if you want a sweet story about love i like this it's a story about Haley milks who was just scrolling through instagram during a sleepless night because she was sadly going through a divorce. Now, she happened to see a post from a Miami woman whose fiance needed a liver transplant. So, Milk's contacted the woman, and they were found to be a match. And during the process, she wound up meeting the recipient's brother, who was also a single parent who had gone through a painful divorce. The recipient's brother said he was overcome, not only by Haley Milks's selfless act, but by her beauty. And now they're married. Wow. See? How about that, huh? Look at that. Love is real. Isn't that like a movie? Isn't that like some kind of romantic movie? It's
1: called While You Were Sleeping. Yes. It starts I Sandra say, Bullock and
0: Bill Pullman. I feel it's very like they, good. I feel like they ripped that story off from somebody. <laughs> I totally feel I like don't they don't think did. that's an original. But, you know, it's, it's sweet nonetheless. Uh, we were doing a poll at KBJshow.com on what you thought was the best fictional couple. Best fictional couple. Uh, We talked about several from film and TV yesterday, and I got to tell you, I am a little bit surprised by the results. Far and away, your favorite fictional couple, not even close, it was Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling from The Notebook.
1: People loved that movie. I remember when... At the time, Mariana was our producer, and we, we were doing movie yeah. reviews. We'd go out and watch a movie that was popular, and I remember I got on the microphone and made fun of the ending, and even before we got hate email, I got hate email for making fun of the ending of The Notebook. Really? Yes. Yeah. And the re- I kept going in on the ending, because you kept laughing. So yeah, you just, got me going. I, yeah, I got a little made, giggle out of it. It
2: made
0: me want to go in even harder. Yeah. I get it. Okay, it uh, breaks down. It's not even close. Number two uh, got a couple votes late when Harry met Sally's Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. They got got eleven percent. That
1: one shocks me.
0: Yeah, that it uh, finished at number two. I don't see the sex appeal
1: between them two. I don't see the chemistry.
0: I know. I didn't see that either. It wasn't uh, one of my votes. Then right now we've got a three-way tie for third place between Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore from Fifty First Dates. Josh Lucas and Reese Witherspoon from Sweet Home, Alabama, and Wesley and Buttercup from The Princess Bride.
1: Were we not accepting cartoons on that? You cart- could have. Okay. Yeah, it
0: would have worked for anything. We just didn't get any. Mickey or Minnie.
1: Is that kind of play? No, if it's no, that's, that's 1945, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, nobody's feeling that. Uh, Ross and Rachel from Friends. I think, is Ross the downer on that one? Is Rachel yeah, more? Uh, yeah. I, I, they could have had something better. Yeah, I thought Ross was kind of mopey. And <laughs> I've it, heard you go in on Ross before. Yeah, he wasn't my favorite. I think was, I, I think he's the one that brings that, that duo down. It could have been a whole different level.
1: We didn't say Han Solo, Princess Leia.
0: They didn't make it. Yeah, nobody suggested that either. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like there's other, others we did miss. Uh, you've also got on there Kurt Russell and Goldie Hahn from Overboard. They tied Ross and Rachel. Then you've got uh, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson for How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mike and Rachel from Suits. Nicholas Cage and Cher from Moonstruck. They're all on there. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I was shocked. They are now tied for 11th place with Sleepless in Seattle.
1: And they did uh, the other one, too, that was pretty big. And it's escaping me. Gosh, what was that? you got mail. You got
0: mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, too. Which is a, it's a good movie, too. They do great. So if you want to change the results in that, you can... Go and vote right now. Go to KVJShow.com and let us know who your favorite fictional couple is. Coming up in just a few, got a report about inflation. I know we're always talking about, man, everything seems so expensive, and they shrunk the size of my pies, and I still pay the same amount of money. So we got some news about inflation. Is it good? Is it bad? I will break it all down for you coming up. And also let you know, if you're a person that likes to take Uber or get delivery food uh, drivers coming to your house, today may be a bad day for you. I'll let you know about it coming up. It's KBJ. Well, if you're tired of paying high prices for pretty much everything, you did not get good news yesterday. Inflation is 3.1% higher last month compared to the same time last year. So it continues to uh, go up and the projection was better than that. So it... Did not come out well. And when people were expecting it to be lower than it really was, that messed with the stock market and the Dow Jones fell more than 500 points yesterday. So, financially, things are uh, not heading in the right direction.
2: I
1: don't understand anything you just said, but I do know ketchup is on the rise. Oh, yeah. My friend, I do understand.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things. Just even the grocery store, that's the one thing you're going to notice. Since January of 2020, grocery prices are up 25%. Easily. 25%. Over the course of the last three years. That's insane. I cannot tell you. I mean, I, I know the stuff I get very well.
1: It's, it's usually the same stuff I've been eating since I was four. I cannot believe how much money soda is. Soda, condiments, those are the little things mm-hmm. that I've noticed personally. Yeah,
0: soda is one of the ones that has really jumped up. Cereal has jumped up. Inflation has really hit that. Fruit prices... Have jumped. Uh, fruit was terrible to begin with. Now, try buying some pineapple. And then they say beef prices could hit a record high this year. Beef, beef. We love you some beef. Does that mean? Does that
1: mean the fake beef is going to go high as well? I would imagine.
0: I'd imagine I would imagine too. I think everything is going up. That's just it, and uh, it's not good. I mean, the things that you need—cars, car insurance—that has risen rent and housing is up uh, 0.6%. So, not good. So, I mean, if you are looking for a new place, that's what really does suck, because the interest rates are really high right now. And with the inflation continuing to go up, the Federal Reserve is not going to be cutting any kind of rates. So, it's going to be hard for you if you're looking to buy a home at any the time, and it's not going to happen for a while. And then just the the regular stuff, too. I know the, the car insurance. Look, we've made adjustments in my family, about cars and car insurance, and my 15 year old who is not going to be driving probably ever, because it just it's too expensive. They say that um, now Americans are increasingly more often buying older cars with less technology because they're cheaper to repair and insure. We joke about you, you know, going into politics, but this
1: would be something you'd have to do. Go to making a speech, making people feel good when things are not good. So what would you? What do you say to the people when you know? Things are so expensive to to make them feel better.
0: Well, it depends upon what office you're running for, and you're very limited as to what you could do. On a local level, if that's what I ran for, you could work on trying to cut some of their taxes and make the local costs a little less, and I know that uh, everybody, I'm starting to get bombarded now with people that are running for local elections. It's about that time. It's one of the things a lot of them are talking about, trying to cut local taxes and anything they can do to try to save you some money.
1: But I mean, even if they, let's say best case scenario, they did do something like that. It's not going to be massive.
0: It's not going to offset the fact that over the last few years, you're paying 25% more for your groceries.
1: And do some some shopping. Not every store is the same way. Some places you'll find ketchup a little bit cheaper. Yeah, you'll find play, uh, your your pickles a little bit cheaper. It's
0: it's what it's forcing people to do. You have to do all these things to try to find things cheaper. We're all adapting our lives. They say the price of car insurance rose more than twenty percent last year. That's the largest increase since nineteen seventy six. Twenty percent. That's insane. So yeah, the one thing I've been doing more often is uh, doing Ubers, Lifts, that kind of stuff. I'm kind of in that game now where it's like, all right, you know, it, it, it seems to be a little bit cheaper. But now we got issues with that. KVJ. Uh, I may not be Ubering to your Valentine's Day date tonight, at least uh, not in Miami. They say some Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash drivers in Miami and nine other cities are going to be going on strike today to protest pay disparities. They say at least about a hundred drivers. Organizers estimate Miami are going to be going on strike, and they're doing a rally at Miami International Airport today from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So, oh, what is already a chaotic place is going to be even more chaotic with protests going on.
1: So, does that fall under Uber and Uber Eats? Is that the
0: whole? I would imagine anything. There? Yeah, I'd imagine anything with with the brand because it sounds like the complaints really are about how much money the companies are keeping and that seems to be the biggest argument. Now Lyft says that drivers will always make at least 70% of the weekly rider fares after external fees. Now I think that's the issue. They're you're making 70% the keyword after external fees. It's after their fees and that's what they're saying. It's like, yeah, but your fee you're saying 70% after the fees, but your fees are too freaking high, man. My Lyft driver was
1: telling me all about this, and I had a very, very strong buzz, and I was like oh, trying boy. to keep And I could tell it's, he was passionate well, about it's, it's it. It's a hot button, and I'm like, yeah, yeah man, uh, yeah, seventy percent. But I remember him going seventy percent. It's not going to be seventy percent, and
0: then he went on this rant about how they're lying about the seventy percent. Yeah. Uh, Lyft is saying that after expenses, the median driver is grossing $23.46 per hour, including tips and bonuses. Now, there may be some people that disagree with that. We had some people who do rideshare driving sending us emails, including Vladimir Ortega from Washington, D.C. said, I've been an Uber and Lyft driver for five years here in D.C., and it's been more than a year since I have been able to make money like I used to. These days, I work more hours just to make what I was two years ago. Uber and Lyft take 75% of the fare. I make 25%. We can't make a living like this. I know some people will say to get a real job or to go somewhere else, but this is a real job. I like being a private contractor and driving people around. Why should I have to change what I like to do? I know you guys complain about the insane price that they charge customers, but just know that us drivers are not making the profits.
1: Yeah, and, the, and it is absolutely a real job. I don't know why anyone would ever say that to you because you are doing a real job. Yeah. But I, I want you to make the money. Right. I, I want you to. I just, with every, if you do Uber or Lyft as much as I do, you're going to get some stories. And I, I like to tell mm. you all some of the weird stories. Oh, you do. And if you start getting into Lyft and Uber... Kevin, like your sink you're going yeah. to, you're going to have some weird stories.
0: Yeah, you will, but that's part of the
1: experience, that's right? What
0: I, that's that, part of the fun. That's the
1: thing I love about it.
0: If you are driving rideshare in Florida, that's not a good place to do it. Florida ranks fifth lowest in reported rideshare earnings in the United States. That's 12% below the national average. I
1: feel like you don't have any cool
0: Florida stats anymore.
1: They're always the most devastating. I,
0: just I did for Jeff Bezos yesterday, who saved $600 million in taxes. Yeah,
1: that's the kind of stat you have.
0: People on Palm Beach, Manalo, Pan and all the really rich places, they love the stories I have. I just
1: feel like every average person stat you have, it's a
0: blow to the heart. For the rich people, they're all great. It's it's working out really well for them. Drivers in the state incur costs 7% higher than the national average to own and operate their vehicles, and rideshare drivers have to... Uh, yet to witness a parallel growth in earnings compared to the companies that they work for, so they say Lyft highlighted a five percent decline in revenue per driver from quarter one to quarter two. So, it's it's not going well. Another uh, text that came in said, "I'm an active DoorDash driver. DoorDash thinks it's always a great idea to offer the driver something like two dollars to go ten miles." On top of it, a uh, majority of people don't tip. It's not worth our time and gas. When we decline the offer, it hurts our ratings. And if we drop too low, they offer us lower and lower offers. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, to me, if you can't tip your Uber driver, you, sh- you shouldn't be getting Uber Eats. Mm, and the DoorDash and all that stuff. So, no, it's a fight. No, it's going on today. It could possibly affect you and uh, we'll see what uh, winds up happening because of it. It doesn't sound like Uber or Lyft are too worried about this protest today. More to come on the KVJ after the show. Got any comments about anything that went on? You can send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. Watch it live on Twitch. Also on YouTube, we get it where you get your podcasts like Spotify. Bird, wrap us up with your thought for the day. Well, I know
1: our chat room does not really necessarily love love, so it's more dedicated oh, to good. them. Okay. Screw Valentine's Day. I'm just waiting for the discounted chocolate on
2: February 15th. Yeah, baby. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.